This week, we're discussing a film that has such a rich cast that would make any casting director envious. With Uma Thurman, Ralph Fiennes, and Sir Sean... Co- what? What's up? Ugh, I mean, he... I mean, are you sure? It's got the same name. Oh, God, well, that's 90 minutes of my life I'm not getting back. Some of us watched Avengers Assemble, um, a film that has such a rich cast of characters also, which we pretty much ignore to talk about the Gallagher guy for longer than we should have. That's right, guys, another podcast in which old nerds talk about the Avengers. Join us as we discuss the important questions like, how did Coulson's blood get on those cards? And what if Nick Fury was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon? I know. I'm sorry. Also, Tom, do your thing. In an age of turmoil, can free idiots discussing movies change the world? No! On Infinite Earths. Well, we are back with another new episode. Welcome to Podcasts on Infinite Earths, everybody. I'm Lewis. I'm Tom. I'm also Tom. Hooray! Oh, look at that. I've, I've sort of dropped the prime because I know you get upset when it doesn't work properly. It just it just throws me. Yeah. Like, do, do I go with like a Transformers thing? Do I just do my thing? Yeah. We have to keep it really, really simple on this show. Like us. <laughs> do what you do best. Simplicity. How are we doing? Are we good? Yeah. Snowing. It, it is snowing. It's it's snowing quite a lot. It's very exciting. I don't know what it is about snow. I just, it, it, I get giddy when I see it. I wanted to run outside. Something very childlike about snow. I don't think it snowed anymore when I was younger. Say, there's something very childlike about me. What can I like? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in your room full of toys. I was just about to say, I can't argue against that <laughs> statement. Quite. I've literally just shown you a new action figure that I'm very excited about. It's nice. <laughs> I'm an adult. Shh. Yeah. Who, who who wants to tell the folks at home what we watch today? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand the reins over. Today. We watch the Revengers. Oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. Which one we, did we watch, Tom? Quips for movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny asides, the motion picture. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, we watch the Avengers, the nineteen ninety eight classic starring Uma Thurman. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Try again. Uh, we watched. Um, I can't get it. <laughs> Try really hard. <laughs> it's so hard to be funny. We have to try this hard. <laughs> We're just not. Yeah. Good. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be difficult. <laughs> Usually, what happens is when we talk about films that are good, we talk about anything but the film. I thoroughly you, expect that's going to happen. Thoroughly. It usually turns out all right. <laughs> you just go with the flow. Okay, fuck it, I'll do it. We watched The Avengers from <laughs> 2012, Marvel's Avengers Assemble. Um, probably one of the biggest pop culture films of our lifetime, I would argue, in terms of its significance and what it's sort of paved the way for afterwards. And also because it's very good. 
Yeah, still, it definitely still. sort of like springboarded the Marvel Universe, didn't it? You remember yeah, when it wasn't a thing? Yeah, because if this was a flop, you know, it, it, it doesn't go on for another eight years the way it does. You know, <laughs> you look at like what happens when one of these films flop, Justice League, the whole studio just like collapsed around it and now they can't do a film right. Yeah. I mean, well, they, just, they still uh, made Iron Man 3. <laughs> so they didn't they didn't learn from the mistakes, did they? Yeah. I'm coming around on that. I, I, I hate it, but I love it at the same time. I was time. gonna say it's one of those films like when I watched it the first time, I was like, I, I I didn't care for this. And then when I go back to it, I'm like, actually, it's it's still Robert Downey Jr. It's got a fun ending. Ben Kingsley is a bit when when you sort of readjust your palette for what it is, I think it's better on the second viewing because you know what to expect. I think I was just disappointed that it wasn't what I wanted it to be the first time. But I'm like, well, that's my fault for just wanting something that it isn't. Um, it's much better than the second one. Oh, yeah. I, I can't get through the second one. I get to that. Mickey um, Rourke is yeah. just. I get to that, like. Give me my grand bird. Can't do my voice. Sorry, I, get, birds. I get to the like Monaco Grand Prix bit and I'm just like, I'm out. I'm out with this. <laughs> why, why is he well, here? When we're supposed to believe that he's like, yeah, we're supposed to believe that he's this amazing scientist slash engineer, and my suspension of disbelief just just doesn't, you know, spread that thinly. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. But um, who's who's the other bad guy in Iron Man Two? Because he's pretty good. The God damn it. Killian? Not Killian. What's he called? Oh, God. He's the businessman guy. Is it Ethan Hawke? No. No, he's not. I know exactly. My mind's gone blank as well, and I love him. He's one of my favourite Yeah, people. that's what I mean. I, I I just... Give me a second. Talk about it. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah! Yeah. Okay. As Justin Hammer. Yeah, because he's really great, and he... And he might be coming back in a future film. I really like I him. So. I just great. I I don't care for Mickey Rourke looking like a melted candle. What has happened to his face? Honestly. He had loads of plastic surgery, didn't he? Right. And I it just think didn't... He... Well that makes sense. Well actually he's a uh, Carol Baskin's first husband. Didn't actually die. <laughs> Realised that she only loved cats, so he's gone off, tried to turn himself into a cat. Through plastic surgery, and it's it's the way right to it at the minute. Yep, that <laughs> sounds like the kind of thing that we would say on this podcast. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> that is very on brand for us. <laughs> right. Well, like we said, um, we have instantly started talking about anything except the Avengers. So I will I will do us some quick facts. So. <laughs> Oh, can you do us a jingle for quick facts then? Sure. I've lost it. There he is. He's back. <laughs> great. Great. Um, okay. So Avengers Assemble, released in 2012, directed by Joss Whedon, uh, budget of $220 million. I think this is the most expensive film we've done on the show so far. Um, that's a lot of money. Box office, one point five billion dollars that's also a lot of money that's Um, many that's lots that's lots of dollars it it gets to the point where like you can't really comprehend it yeah it's so much money (laughs) the cast right just 
settle yourself in for a minute while I get through this. Hi. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Ooh. Evans, Mark Ruffalo. I don't need one after every name, so I'm thinking. Uh. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Tom Hiddleston, Clark Gregg, Colby Smulders, oh, Samuel Greg. Jackson, Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, there's there's so many others I, I could mention. Those are your main ones. That uh, janitor guy. Janitor guy, of course. How could I forget the janitor guy? He's my favourite. Silly, silly me. Um, got a condition. And he, and he got Paul Bettany as Jarvis, who <laughs> goes on to become Vision, of course. Spoilers. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Sorry for those films that are now six years old. My mistake. Uh, but no, well, this, this film was a massive cast. That's where a lot of your money goes. I mean, actually, considering the cast, $220 million... Uh, They've done all right with that because I suspect RDJ's fee was at least 30 100. million. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, half of it was from Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. <laughs> well, isn't that why the uh, the last Hulk ducked out? Because he wanted more money. And they were like, look, you're not as good as Edward Norton. RDJ. Yeah. I reckon that's the excuse they said, and they just didn't want to work with Edward Norton because he's a nightmare. I can imagine that's true. Why did Edward Norton leave Hulk? Google search. I'm sure Edward it was he, <laughs> he. He wanted either equal pay or more than our DJ, who mm. apparently was getting paid Arnold Schwarzenegger money. Right. I've just. This is on Vanity Fair, and I'm going to read this how I think they've said it. It says, <laughs> after Edward Norton was replaced in 2010, the Marvel chief re- released a statement saying the studio's decision was, quote, definitely not one based on monetary factors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but instead rooted in the need for an actor who embodies the creativity and collaborative spirits of other talented cast members. It's wow. a bit of both then, isn't it? He was greedy and a <laughs> dick. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he, try- he takes control of everything. Like the, the whole film he did, he basically rewrote and like locked people out of the cutting room and stuff. Oh God. What a f- yeah. See that won't work with uh, Marvel with Studios Marvel, because no. Kevin Feige is the omnipresent deity of, of that operation. So he is in charge, I think. But I think these films do work well because from what you can gather, everyone seems to enjoy working on them. There's no Zack Snyder, Ray Fisher, Justice League drama dragging on for four years after Avengers finishes. It's just, we've made a good film. Let's yeah. make another one. Unless it's like Scientology. Like, and we all have the, the yeah. Tom Cruise happy face. But then... They're broken on the insides. Is it not the Disney blood cult sort of yeah. contract that they've all signed? To be fair, it wasn't Disney at the time. In 2012. No, Paramount, weren't it? Although, was it? Did Disney or Marvel at that point? I think they did. I think, I I think have... Disney have owned everything for about 50 years and just yeah, not told we, anyone. We just don't know, do we? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paramount had Iron Man first. I, yeah, no, I think, I th- yeah, it's the Disney blood cult. You're right. Yeah. Another wild statement on the show that we're just going to roll with now. <laughs> well, no, there was no Disney placard at the beginning of it. It was Paramount at the beginning of this film. There isn't even now they don't put it. They just put it at the very end of the credits saying released just... by Walt Disney. Motion you picture. just assume now that a film is owned by Disney, don't you? They don't need to say it. It's like they don't do adverts for Coke anymore because everybody knows what Coca-Cola is. Oh, Coca-Cola. Sorry. Right. 
Yeah, Co- not cocaine. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, they still do adverts for that God. in uh, Huddersfield bus station. <laughs> they got Sean Bean for it once. <laughs> it's just Adrian Brody on the snowy Alps. Yeah. And he's just looking at the camera like this. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't put the Disney um, placard before the films that aren't exclusively Disney. Like, because they own Fox now. So can you imagine, like, before Alien, it was... Da, 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 da. <laughs> it would really be... A, really uh, just set the wrong sort of tone. Imagine just the... <laughs> This little castle, but there's like a predator at the top, and there's like aliens crawling <laughs> up the sides. Oh, I can't like, see it. Oh. A face hugger jumps onto Tinkerbell. Like, yeah, she's like <laughs> tapping the top. Better, yeah. You, you know when you get Mickey going, his little. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking predator comes out and just shoots. <laughs> or like a chest burster comes out of him while he's controlling the ship. And you just see oh. Goofy covered in mud on the riverbank. <laughs> wow. Wow. <clears throat> the Avengers 2012. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the film opens. This is a long movie, guys. Let's go. Let's... I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, the film opens at the Shield's headquarters. Uh, slash... no. It opens Sorry. with alien exposition. Sorry. Sorry, you do it then. <laughs> no, please no. Please, please yeah, no. sorry. Yes, you are right. It <laughs> opens with some uh, alien exposition. Uh, Loki is chatting to some people. Chitauri. Okay. Who is um that guy? Is uh, he's in things? He's Alison Hannigan's husband. You know the guy with too many fingers and a weird mask. What's he been in? What uh, Angel and Buffy? He was. Oh, okay. okay. He is cold. Wesley? Snipes. Yes, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> now, his name's uh, Alexis Denisov. He's like he's one of those guys that always turns up in weed and projects. Did, did, did you just say Wesley and then it was something that was not remotely but his Wesley? His character's name is Wesley <laughs> oh, in Angel and Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine if, sorry. His, if his character name was Wesley in this film? <laughs> like, he's just Chitari and his name's Wesley. <laughs> I am oh. Thanos' ambassador, Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> Phaser, Laser, and Michelle. <laughs> anyway, yes, oh, we have this little um, ep- prologue ep- prologue uh, oh. scene with, with Loki and the Chisari setting up um, what will come into play six and a half hours later. Uh, then we cut to the shield base. I do love right at the start, you just start to get the little um, hints of the full Avengers thing. It just does the... And that's yeah, my, it. My it's, second note is violins. Yeah, it's it's just starting <laughs> to just trickle it in there. And I really like that. Um, a good solid 15 minutes is just them in this room at the start of the film. Like, like I like this film, but it doesn't need to be as long as it is. A lot of these scenes could be cut in half quite easily yeah but c- considering there's no actual superheroes in it because hawkeye doesn't count it's a good sequence <laughs> oh yeah i enjoy it it's just it's a bit long i hawkeye right i love when you know uh sam jackson's nick fury's like where, where is he and the scientist like always oh, up in his nest for one hawk yeah like oh stop leaning into the fact you're called hawkeye like you does, does anyone call him hawkeye no when they just call him loser. 
<laughs> and at this point, who who in 2012 is going? Oh, I hope Hawkeye's in this film. <laughs> nobody knows who he is. Still, nobody knows who he is. No. Well, to be fair, I made a note later on where it's I can't remember what it was about, but it's Hawkeye reckon the Avengers shit since 2012. I think he's the most dangerous one, you guys. Okay, well, you can try well, I, and prove us wrong throughout the well, he, podcast. He takes down a helicarrier. In the future, he like shuts down Vision briefly. Briefly. For a guy with a bow and arrow, he does all right. He, he, yeah. I mean, we, we poke fun because it's easy to poke fun. But he's he's actually okay in these films. And he, you know, he, he does sort of become a more enjoyable character the problem with this film was and, and everyone sort of agreed that the way they sort of write him out as hawkeye for two-thirds of the film kind of means you don't get proper hawkeye until ultron really yeah. but i love when he repels down into the room it's such a sad flex that like just go down the stairs he's just totally overcompensating he knows he's a bit shit oh jesus I've just, sorry i've just had a notification come up uh, Larry King has died. Oh. Jesus. Okay. Sorry. It, it literally just covered wow. all of your faces. Well, <laughs> just Larry King. Well, you heard it here first. Oh, well, no, you didn't. I won't put the show up for two weeks, but <laughs> never mind. Breaking news that won't be breaking news. Yeah, sorry. Hawkeye. Um... Yes, yes. Hawkeye repels into the room, just trying to look as cool as he possibly can. Well, there's a perfectly good staircase he... right next to him. He makes a comment as well about. I I wrote down is he long sighted, because he makes a comment <laughs> about he, he he sees better from far away. And it's like, can you imagine if he's in the the like the throw of fighting off bad guys and he has to put his specs on? He's squinting. <laughs> yeah. It's all just a little bit blurry. It's like puts a monocle on to do hand to hand combat. <laughs> yeah, the um. We get introduced to the Tesseract as well, um, the big, big MacGuffin of the film. Um, but to what? be fair, it, it does come into play throughout the course of the movie. So it's it, as far as MacGuffins goes, it's what, a fairly good one. What would, what would Tom call it? Chekhov's Tesseract. Chekhov's Tesseract. <laughs> yeah, <it's> got... <laughs> With the, well, except Absolutely. It, it comes back in every scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do love when um, the Tesseract activates and Loki arrives. He There is a conveniently placed stage for Loki to arrive onto. What, what, what's the purpose of that plinth that is just opposite the Tesseract? Oh, they do little Shakespeare plays on their bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch a Shakespeare play with all of the characters from the Avengers, to be honest. Oh, without question. I, I would just love to see Sam Jackson in a Shakespeare play. I just think that would be absolutely exquisite. I can see him as like Puck. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. But it has to be a musical as well. Okay. Yeah. I want to see Sam Jackson he, singing in a Shakespeare musical. He has to have a purple lightsaber as well. He, re- <laughs> he requested God, it. So stupid. It's in his contract. It's... Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, Written into every film. Yeah, but I like. Is it an an intentional like wink to Terminator when he turns up and he's all like down on his? You know when yeah yeah Um, faces in except he should be naked. (laughs) He should be naked. That's my main complaint. My main complaint is that Tom Hiddleston should be naked in this movie (laughs) the whole time. 
to be fair, you know, as a like a a god like he is, I, I can't imagine he's self conscious. And I think if he just chose to be naked, he'd really put people off and it'd be easier to get things done because people yeah. wouldn't want to look at him, but he wouldn't really care. No, he spends too much time on his flicky hair. It totally. flicks so much of a back, oh. it's magic. It does. It does. It, it That's a wig and a half, that, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> it, it needs a good shampoo. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I want to sit there and run my hands <laughs> through it, but... Uh... <laughs> It, it would be a bit... He looks really clammy when he comes through. He's not well. Yeah, I was wondering, what, why does he look so unwell? Is it? Do you think that's the... the because Tom Hiddleston is the whitest man you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's, he is that's it. That's why. Snow white. It's just Hollywood like HD cameras. He, just, he always looks yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give a serious explanation. Okay. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Carry, no, carry I just, I just In- wondered if maybe that's like an effect of like Tesseract travel. Maybe it takes a toll that. on even... That or it's the Tesseract slash Thanos sort of having some control over him and it's sort of a physical manifestation of him not being quite right. Your serious answers? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, I, I, <laughs> I don't think I like that. That's too That's too. Too much for this show. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Tomsey's Snow White. That's fine. Yeah, Are we going with it's just motion sickness? Yeah. He's, motion. Just, he's like, give me a minute. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> vomits. Uh, I'm, right. I'm just, I'm just picturing like Loki in a forest going. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he he gets his staff and he taps it on Hawkeye's uh, chest and the scientist's chest. I keep forget the scientist's How... name. Selvik. Selvik. Thank you. Thank you very much. How Sorry. easily corrupted is Hawkeye? Like within the first ten minutes of this film, he's I now love a how he's you're down. like DTF. He's ready I to love... go. Like... <laughs> I love how like how easily is Hawkeye corrupted because as if you'd be like, oh, I could fight that off. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> he's not that hot. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think but... it's that it's easier the more attracted to Loki you are. Ah. For for an agency that has seen gods and you know other various aliens they're really shocked by loki yeah like there's a good 10 minutes of them shocked and just stood in fear yeah i is it just me the way i always found the way he shoots his little laser stick a bit weird why because it it, it like blasts on the retraction like he points it forward pulls it all the way back and then it goes off yeah yeah. Well, this like, is a very erotic be. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about Tom Hiddleston's um, yeah. staff, Tom, please. Well, yeah, he, he pulls he pulls it forward, pulls it back, pulls it forward again, pulls it back again, rinse and repeat. And then it goes off. And then it goes off. And then he's charmed for all these people. So. Well, Oof. I need a cold shower. <laughs> Mercy me. Right, okay. Right. Um, so, yeah, a fight ensues. Um, Sam Jackson gets shot, but he's okay. That that happens a lot <laughs> in these films. You think Nick Fury's Can dead. Can you imagine if he just died? I know. I know it's just oh, up about 20 minutes into the film. All, all this build-up and that's it. That's, I have a note here that just says, car, car chase plus Norse God equals, yes, please. 
<laughs> Robin's pretty cool in this. I call her Robin. Uh, Cold Agent Cody Cold. Banks. Uh, <laughs> Schmolders. Schmolders. Yeah, it's 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 Maria Hill. Maria, she like, is awesome. She I, doesn't I really get like enough it. play. Like every time she turns up, she kicks bum. I like rewatching this, knowing um, the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home, when you find out that there's been scrolls impersonating Nick Fury and Maria Hill, and no one knows how long they've been impersonating Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Because obviously Captain Marvel takes place before this film and they've met the Skrulls then. And I always wonder, is is she a Skrull at this point? Is she not? They've never really clarified I think she is because Skrulls are famously Canadian and her accent does slip out a little bit. It does. does. That is is a fact of the Marvel Universe. Skrulls are famously Canadian. That's that's where they learnt the Earth dialect from. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> is this like Sorry. that thing I've been seeing on Facebook about Bill Burr in Mandalorian? Oh yeah, but his it's Boston like, accent. Yeah. I'm from Space Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like Bill Burr. You know, he seems like a bit of a dick every time I see him on like an interview. Like he seems like a bit of an like I enjoy him in the Mandalorian. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but as a as a person, I think you seem like a bit of an asshole. Have He's you ever what... seen Effis of Family? Mm-mm. That's the, that's it's an animated Netflix, comedy yeah. about his life, yeah. And he, he does come across as a bit of an arsehole <laughs> on that, but it, you know, it's his it's his bit in it. Yeah, fine. To each their own. But yeah, I really enjoy the car chase. I like just like classic action movie tropes, but you plug in superheroes. I think that's yeah. always just a good good way to go down because it's it, it you recognise it, but you recognise the twist on it as well. Um, but yeah, then it's the what test... Marvel do well in it. You know, they, they yeah. do superhero action well. Yeah, and they, they find a way to take movie genres and just make it superhero, like Winter Soldier's like a spy film, but it's just got superheroes in it. And I really love that because it's... And I think that's something that DC need to do. Rather than just try to make a ridiculously over-convoluted superhero comic book movie, yeah. just make, make a genre movie. Genre films yeah. that are superhero films yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm excited. You know, they said like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will be a horror. Genius. Very interested to see yeah. what, how horror they go with that. Yeah. yeah. Or like like One Division being a sitcom, but it's about superheroes because you can just take the things you know and turn it on its head a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always come back to like for me, it's the metaphor of Darth Maul with his lightsaber. You think you know what it is, and then it shoots out the other end as well, and there you've got double lightsaber. <laughs> you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> you heard me right. Um, we, yeah. Then the we, shield facility collapses into the ground. Um, I don't know whose job it is to clean that the up. Budget must be so bloated because how many Looking awesome out. different yeah. things do they have over country? And they just say, "Oh, that one's gone." We'll, we'll get another one in. <laughs> this is Sorry. not a well-run well, organization, as we come to yeah. learn in other films. But it's America, a... <laughs> Merck. <laughs> we know exactly who cleans up the uh, the aftermath. It's Vulture from Spider Man. <laughs> Excellent answer. Oh, geez. <laughs> Look at all these sensible answers I'm getting today. Are you guys okay? I was just saving it up, don't worry. Okay, fine. fine. <laughs> um, Nick Fury very nearly shoots Hawkeye right in the face from his helicopter. Like, he full on, <laughs> like, it skims. Like, he could have just killed Clint Barton within the opening 15 minutes of this film. 
as well, um, for a multi-billionaire company as S.H.I.E.L.D., why don't they have bigger guns? Yeah, they're all just shooting pistols, aren't they? <laughs> pew, 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 right. pew, pew. <laughs> Even out of a helicopter, he's got one eye and he's shooting out of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, you think with that budget, you could at least have two eyes. I mean, come on. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I, I do hate that Nick Fury manages to jump out of a rapidly crashing helicopter and he's just fine. He's not even twisted his ankle. It's because it's Samuel L. Jackson. It's I not because it's Nick Fury. It's because it's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just, I hate that in action films. It, it, it's such a, it's like a Bruce Willis thing. Like, no, that would shatter his pelvis instantly. You can't do that. Well, maybe he's good. Maybe. But if he's a scroll, maybe. Who knows? Or... Maybe he died at the beginning. And yeah. there's a there's a there's a comic book. I don't know if you've read it. Original Sin. No. Where I, I'm going to ruin it for you. There's a, there's a sort fine. of hint towards the end that well there isn't a hint. Dum Dum Dugan is like a clone of the original Dum Dum Dugan, and then they hint that um, Nick Fury has actually died multiple times and they brought him mm. back as a clone. It's very possible. Yeah, I mean. So maybe he died in that bunker. And then they've put a clone in the helicopter. Or the scroll was there and the original was there. And one of them said, we don't know which. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it could be there's just multiple scrolls as Nick Fury. And this one just died. That, or he's a Highlander. And he's doing like flippy <laughs> fighting style. Yeah. And that's how he survived jumping out of the helicopter. <laughs> a flip, 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 flip. That is great. That is awesome. Um, uh, that is what? great because I want to see the severed head of um, Sean Connery just in a helicopter with him. <laughs> but why? God. So everyone's got their own fighting style. So he's a yeah. Highlander. Yeah. Why does Hawkeye fight like a bullfighter? <laughs> like when he does his little pew pews and he goes, a pew. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so, he trained. Right. I believe he trained in Madrid for some time. So, ah, makes sense. Yeah. In the Catalan region as well, I suspect. It's Cap Capoeira, <laughs> Brazilian <laughs> fighting dance. Oh, yeah. Imagine him just like dancing around the room. Just... Oh, brilliant. Nick Fury gets on the radio anyway and says, "This is a level seven. I don't know what the other six levels are like." <laughs> What's the level five? Floating how floating um village in <laughs> yeah. Europe is number five. <laughs> They've got very niche levels for this. <laughs> They're very, very well aware of what might happen. Oh boy. I love it. <laughs> and Colson goes like, what are we gonna do? And then it cuts just before he says, We assemble the Avengers, obviously. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> really camp. <laughs> That's in the script. That was, that was, <laughs> Let's go! That was such like a... It was like Snagglepuss. That yeah. sort of awesome. <laughs> Exit stage left, even. And they just run off. Like a pharaoh's a vault. We need to put a stop to this uh, imaginary exchange at some point. Oh, I'm just really disappointed. That's not what the film was, no. Uh, in my head, it is now just gamma rays. <laughs> that can be harmful. A wink. <laughs> A wink. <laughs> 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 
I wish it was all like old cartoons. Like just Hanna-Barbera oh, cartoons. God. That's a stupid ass decision. And it just Mark Ruffalo turns into Megilla the Gorilla and just, <laughs> when he's angry. When it's Loki and Tony Stark at the end, it's Hulk season, Chitari season, Hulk season, Chitari season, Chitari season, Hulk season. Oh. <laughs> Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting Loki. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd love it if Loki just held up like a Yelp sticker and just fell from the sky. <laughs> oh, no, Iron Man would do that one when he jumps out the window. Yeah. And he, he realizes that gravity exists yeah. because he looks down. Oh, God. Yeah, this oh, film going on? should have just been <laughs> Looney Tunes. <laughs> I just want, I want Vision to be like Porky Pig now, just like stuttering <laughs> through the... <laughs> totally. <laughs> wow. What is going on? What are we talking about? What, I don't what is this know. I really don't know what's going on. Now I want to watch all Samuel L. Jackson movies, but with him as Snagglepuss. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Oh. We're not even. We're not even past the beginning. <laughs> we're still on the opening uh, scene. Has, has the Avengers like actually come up on screen yet? No, we haven't met a single no. one except for Hawkeye. Just, we've, yeah, we've, we've literally got to the Avengers coming oh, up on screen. Now. <laughs> oh, the, the scroll of Avengers Assemble. Oh, we've we've finally got up to it. Uh-huh. Okay. But no, I'm too distracted just thinking of other Sam and R. Jackson movies now, and it's it's amazing. I just need to compose myself for a second. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like a bitch? Done. <laughs> that is saying something. <laughs> Should we just call it a day? Honestly. <laughs> what is going on? Oh my god. What is the, what has lockdown done to our brains? <laughs> okay. Oh god. Right. I, I, was, I was not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. The Avengers. <laughs> sure. Why not? Eh? <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long day. Oh. Wow. Scarlett Johansson's on the screen next, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna have to pause for a second. <laughs> Let's go again. Oh, I'm, gonna need to, I'm gonna need to put a jazzy interlude in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Scarlett Johansson's up next. Um, hey. She is um, tied to a chair by some Russian men. Because um, this is a Joss Whedon movie. I was just about to say. <laughs> some, sometimes you can see you can see the Joss Whedon stank on this film, can't you? It's such a pity he turned out to be a bad egg. Because I love his, it. Like his writing. I really always enjoyed with it, like Buffy and stuff. I don't it's... think he's he's as bad as some people in the movie industry, but from by all accounts, yeah, he, he's. Well, no, he, that's he's... a very high bar. <laughs> well, true, true. Um, but I mean, yeah, no, it's it is a shame. But like you said, it, sometimes you have to detach yourself from the art and the artist. Um, he can't be that bad. They keep employing him. Yeah, I think I don't think he's done anything like that egregious but there's enough people have said he's a bit of a nightmare on set and maybe isn't the most uh, female focused yeah for me he's he's always portrayed himself especially as like a feminist figure almost Mm. or trying to be and like always yeah but anyway whatever although black widow does kick some ass in this film oh yeah she's badass yeah but it's the tie to a chair chest is heaved out as far as it can go. It, there's the, there's a lot of let's get the sex appeal ramped up as much as we can right now and hey it worked <laughs> whatever <laughs> um i really like that th- th- this scene though because it does it's a really great introduction to her for people that maybe don't know black widow very well as a character you can see you know her best um thing she's got in her arsenal is her like wit and her guile like she's a very like intelligent character yeah, and it's it's nice as well because it's like in the way that, like, you don't always see Batman as a detective. Yes. You see straight away Black Widow as this really intelligent manipulator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which then comes back later on, which is yeah. it's a nice setup. Yeah. She's yeah. Her manipulation is very well portrayed here. Like, and again, I just love that little phone call. And she's like, "Yeah, I've got these idiots right where I want them. I've got to go out now." <laughs> and um, then he goes, I, I, "I'm not telling her everything." <laughs> is really shy and and this sets the tone for you know every marvel film after this now even the serious scenes they just undercut it with this these little silly one-liners and again you know that's their style and it is funny but sometimes you kind of just want to see a bit of seriousness without the little quip to the side i also think colson reacting shots throughout this movie make it like the little bit where he's just on the phone i'm just like this that's I, yeah. I love it. I love him. Clark, Do you great, think it's great. gone too far the other way now? Do you think Marvel films are now too sort of wink-wink to the camera? I think it's a very hard thing to avoid after when you've built this universe. There's so many things you can then reference and fan service and, mm-hmm. and nod oh. to. I think well, it's... I think what, what I mean is, I mean, from, from a comedy perspective, like it, it's gone too far to that side of it now. There's a lot of comedy in the the most recent films, and it sort think of detracts from the seriousness. It, of it can be on. hard not to stray into self-parody after a certain amount of time, and <laughs> I think they need a bit of restraint to avoid it. And you know, because like Ragnarok is an out-and-out comedy film, and I think that's fine. 
because that is just a comedy. But when you when they try and do the serious ones and end up kind of spoiling the moments of drama with a bit of unnecessary mm. levity, possibly. For me, um, I feel like it used to be more spread out across all the characters. Whereas now I feel like they've toned it down on some, but then mm. because they've ramped it up so much with like Thor and the Guardians. I, and yeah, I stuff. guess that's them still figuring out who delivers what lines best. Because the more they spend time with these actors, the more they figure out, oh, well, actually, Chris Hemsworth's really fucking funny. Let's make him the funny one instead. And they realise that, you know, he's got a couple lines in this thing. Oh, oh Chris Hemsworth's got some great comedy chops on him. Thank God. Thank God he got rid of that. <laughs> like serious I'm a god voice and attitude I know yeah. very like Royal Shakespeare company dialogue as well <laughs> everything's but, so well, formal it, I think I think it's because the first film was it was directed by Kenneth Branagh yeah, wasn't it? Yes, it was yeah and exactly. he's like a Shakespearean actor isn't he yeah. so he's obviously told him to act that way yeah but you know yeah. it, it I, I can see the temptation to do that for a character like Thor but then I think they just realized that it's more enjoyable to subvert the expectations and make him a bit goofy because that's not what you expect from a Norse god and then yeah. it, it it's better but anyway um this uh, this film sows the seeds before becoming the funny one yeah just there's a, just a little bit so like you say yeah. Chris Hemsworth but... definitely He's... He's too talented, really. Isn't it's, it? not it's not fair. fair. It's not no. fair. You don't, you don't get to be funny, dramatic, that good looking as West. Well. Fuck off. And he can sing. Can he? Yeah. Of course he can. I bet he can draw as well. <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> I, bet, I bet you can finish a Rubik's Cube in nine seconds. That's impossible, isn't it? Is it? Probably not. I don't know. Oh, I need to find out what the fastest time someone can complete a Rubik's Cube is. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. <sighs> what is the fastest time for Rubik's Cube? World records. Let me see. Uh, oh, my a God. Camel. It's right. a camel. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you want to take guesses on what the fastest time someone's completed a Rubik's Cube is? 3.6. in seconds or minutes? It's in seconds. 3.6. Okay. Any advance in 3.6? Seven seconds. It is... 4.2 seconds. Piss off. No. Was he taking the Snickers <laughs> off? And... <laughs> Even oh, then, that would take longer. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Fast, fastest time to unbox a Rubik's Cube. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. Well, there you go. <clears throat> Things you learn in this podcast, eh? Uh, we get to meet Mark Ruffalo next. This film starts like a like a heist movie, like, oh, the Incredible Hulk, you son of a bitch. You know what I mean? They're just gathering a little ragtag team from around the world. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it, though. I really like do you, it. Do you like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner? I do. I, yeah. I think he's a really good Bruce Banner. I, I love his little, his nervous energy he has. He yeah, does that he, really he, well, especially um, when you when he first gets on the heli carrier and he's just sort of trying not to get in people's way, and it's like, well, it all makes sense, doesn't it? Because the sort of reveal at the end—I won't spoil it now—but when when he says how he keeps himself calm, yeah, it explains his mannerisms and how he's trying to sort yeah. of just be serene. Oh, it's so good. I think he's, he's my great. favorite live-action Hulk. I think the thing that just always bothers me is I, you know, I love. The thing I love about the Hulk as a character and, and in this film is that inner turmoil of Bruce Banner. I said, watching him wrestling with his, this demon inside of him. 
And it's just the one thing I think they lose after this film with the Hulk. He becomes a little bit of a comic sidekick in a lot of these films. Like, you know, Ultron, again, they tone it down a little bit. And then by the time you get to Infinity War and Endgame and Ragnarok in particular, you've got like Funny Hulk, you've got Professor Hulk. And I love the idea of this thing that you can't control. It just creates a bit of tension in every single scene that he's in. And then they just sort of lean away from it after this. And it's well, one of the best what, parts of this film. This, this that's what I was saying before, though. Sorry, go ahead. I know it's the same, but there's, is it in Age of Ultron where it's him and Black Widow mm. in like the bathroom in Hawkeye's farmhouse and stuff? Yeah. That's quite a nice yeah. scene from that point of view. Like, it's just they never quite have this level of anxiety for Bruce Banner again. And he plays it so yeah. well, like you said. Well, it's like I was saying to you, I feel like everyone is vying to be the comic relief in these films now. Mm. And I think that's that's just the way it's going. Yeah, and I just, I, I, I want to see more uh, really on the edge Bruce Banner. Mark Ruffalo's performance yeah. is, is great. Well, I wrote that down. I said his mannerisms, are, they're a little bit terrifying because yeah. you know who he is and you know he could turn into the Hulk at any time. Mm. It and just creates a great tension in every scene and that I just that, that bit where he goes I'm sorry that was mean after like shouting yeah and Chef you kiss. see all the agents <laughs> like swarming on the yeah thing yeah it's, it's awesome uh, but yeah uh, Black Widow recruits uh, Bruce Banner and then next up we get uh, Chris Evans as Captain America doing his doing his workout oh, in the gym uh, did you notice that um, they, they've sort of tried to frame every character in their sort of colours like Captain America's in a very sort of like light sepia sort of tone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quite like um, it feels old fashioned. And I like mm. it. It looks like an old timely gym, doesn't it? Or just something. Yeah, it's got that nice nostalgic look yeah. to it. Is... I think because the way he's dressed as well, he still looks like he's from the early 1900s. Yeah. Is it bad that my first note is Chris Evans makes me dribble? Um... <laughs> Especially in this scene. Just look at him. He's... It's not bad. It's definitely not surprising. That's your first note. My, my note says, check out those swole arms. Okay. And then those are actually real. Like His it's left intense. arm is bigger than me. That is unbelievable. <laughs> How does a man get that big? So is his third leg, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it, well. It's like a baby, baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do those films hold up? What films? Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy because it this scene just lays the, the it's, foundations it's for a It's such little... a great intro, even if yeah. you're not seeing Captain America, it's yeah, it's really nice. Um and it, who, it lays who a little thought? sorry. Yeah, I was just saying it lays a little groundwork for a little gag that comes back later in the film that I absolutely fucking love. Um because he, he he says to Nick Fury, um, you know. Nick Fury says, you know, there's things that you wouldn't believe that you yeah. that you can see. It's like, I'll bet you 20 bucks I've seen everything or something like that. And it comes back later. Yeah, so yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah, 10 yeah. bucks proves you wrong. Yeah. Or something, yeah. Yeah. But sorry, Tom, what are you going to say? Who'd have thought um, we would see Chris Evans as Captain America after seeing him as Human Torch in yeah. Fantastic Four? Do you know I what want... I want? Like a multiverse in um, Doctor Strange yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah. Where he comes out as the Human Torch. I was just about to say this because you know there's been these rumors online that he's coming back as Captain America. What we if need, he's coming back as? We need Jessica Alba as the yeah. Invisible Woman. 
and we need um, Owen Gufford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then that guy from Chickless. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Chickless. And then that guy from Nip Tuck as Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> What we Oh, what a cast! Shall we watch that this year? Shall we we'll sure. put that on the list? Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, from memory, yeah. it's fun. It's stupid and fun. I know I liked it as a kid. I, I remember watching it at home on DVD, so I might as well have it somewhere potentially. Um, but af- <laughs> just after, all of um, those unknown actors in that film, even at the time, nobody knew who they were. No, I think Jessica Alba you know was probably I mean, the though, most yeah. well-known. She even then, the she wasn't, at the time, yeah. Even then, she wasn't massive. So, um, yeah. Is that a to-go punching bag? <laughs> yeah, it's a so takeaway. He, he, he grabs his bag and then just takes one with him, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. I might eat home. this later, who knows? <laughs> he eats his punching bags. <laughs> All the protein he needs. Maybe it's like a a very tightly wrapped burrito. <laughs> it's massive. That, or it's full of like his protein for the week because you know he eats a lot of meat to maintain that kind of thing and he's Definitely. just tenderizing that's what i i think he just like grabs cows in fields and just wrestles them to the ground and just eats them <laughs> raw wraps them in canvas hangs them up <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's him tenderizing <laughs> um as he, as he turned into the texas chainsaw yes. <laughs> slash rocky <laughs> uh, I would have loved him to be punching like a, a carcass in a freezer somewhere. Yeah, I would. Wow. Okay. Um, Iron Man's up next. <laughs> Mr. Charisma himself, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, you know, he's 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 under uh, some water somewhere. This this whole sustainable energy mission that he's on, this never comes back in any film. It's one of those things oh, that they really? plant the seed for it and just forget about it after. Well, they, they did in Iron Man, like they like the whole point of the original arc reactor was that it was meant to be clean, self-fulfilling yeah. energy or whatever. But, you know, you flash forwards to things like you know Endgame and all that, and it, this there's still no sustainable energy on Earth. I mean, I, I guess you're just like, ah, fuck it, I'll keep it for myself. <laughs> the, the Earth doesn't deserve it. It's just there's a few little plot lines that they introduce and just forget all about, like. Um, I think is it Iron Man 2, there's like hints that other nations are developing Iron Man technology and that just never really comes to fruition either. I think there's a bit where he like twists one guy in half or something. It's like, oh. Like... Mm. Mm. Weird. Weird. Um, I really like though hearing um, Jarvis in his helmet because it's that knowing the hindsight of what Jarvis turns into as, as vision it's it, it's fun watching this with hindsight now as well yeah because I haven't sat and watched this properly since well since Endgame came out or Infinity War any of those really um, but he flies back to Stark Tower um, Pepper Potts is there um, hustling <laughs> vagina candles his... on the side <laughs> <laughs> he's got his cool little walk through <laughs> is it not simple to just stand in... still? I'm still hooked on vagina candles. Yeah, just trying to move past it, but yeah, uh... no. Can you imagine think... him walking in and just hitting a wall of vagina candle? It's like, what? Oh, Jesus, what's that? As in smell or a literal wall of vagina candles? <laughs> just piled them up next yeah. to the window. Just like having fish for tea. Oh, oh Jesus! 
we had a bar at one point. Yeah, we Lewis, did. Are you, Episode are you one. single? No. Well, you might be after she listens to this. <laughs> Joke's on you. She doesn't listen. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, in all seriousness, Downey Jr. and Paltrow are some pretty good chemistry together. I do enjoy yeah. their scenes. I, really I think do. we've said, I think we've said an Iron Man, but he's got enough for like two of them, so it just bounces back off of her. Yes, this is true. Well, she's, she's not awful. I don't, <laughs> she's, like... she's a good actress. She's a lunatic, <laughs> but she's a good actress. You know, she has won an Oscar. I think we sometimes forget. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's a shame she's just a snake oil salesman in real life. Yeah. I, I just wish you. I think it's because she does obviously doesn't care about these movies. Yeah. Of all, well, I think of all the people in the MCU, them. exactly. Yeah. But... How dare she not respect nerd culture? The candles. <laughs> I really enjoy when uh, Colson arrives and she's like, "Phil, come in," and Tony's like, uh, "His first name is Agent." Mm-hmm. Such, such I want to know who the cellist is. Who's the cellist? <laughs> is there a cellist? Do they, go, do they go into it in Agents of Shield or anything like that? Who is the cellist? Write in, people. Uh, we need go. to know. Well, I've got no idea what you're no, talking about. I haven't the faintest was... idea. Is this a different film? No, that's a, a bit where he's like talking to Pepper, and she's like, "Oh, how's the it going with a late? Like, he's got a lady friend mm-hmm. who's a cellist." Oh. And she's, she's oh. moved back somewhere. Okay, and then, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm more distracted by the fact that he hands him a massive laptop. Do they not have like memory sticks in this universe? They, they have like, the, it's most, the most. Yeah. Conspicuous like item he's carrying. They he might have... as well just say secret files on the side of it. <laughs> they have I got a note earlier. Advanced but... technology and then the most cumbersome technology at the same time. Yeah, I think the phones age this movie more than anything else. Yeah. Like, it just, they're of a time. Yeah. It's like an old school Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> that man is playing Snake. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to pull the antenna out the end of the phone. That is a great nod to the, the, the middle I of the you. film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Clark Greggs Colson, though, he's one of those just really solid supporting cast members. Um, and I love that he's kind of like a representation of the fans watching the film. He's a big old nerd. Yeah, he's just geeking <laughs> out over all the different heroes. And it's I think that's why he's such a lovable character, because he is us. He is exactly what we would be in that situation, just geeking out, a bit starstruck. Yeah. He, yeah, I really like him in this film. The, yeah, because the next bit's the um, little him and Captain on a plane, where they kind of retcon the Hulk a little bit. Mm, yeah, they do. They say because um, they say that Hulk was experimenting with the same stuff that made Captain America. Yeah, he was trying to make a serum, whereas in all other form, I've never seen a no. version of a Hulk where it's him trying to do that. Yeah. So it's but I, I'm fine with that. It no, keeps it works. It very consistent for this. And it makes sense as well. You're like, okay, I guess that's fine. It is. Yeah. It's a little throwaway line, but you know, it it works. And again, there's there's a few nice little running gags in this film when someone's like, as he asked you to sign his trading cards yet, yeah. he's like, I've got trading cards. <laughs> and then that come, and then just the next scene is him like, they're a vintage set. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the whole set. Big old nerd. I, I, I like the one where he's like, 
Hi, I watched you while you slept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my brain went on a, a classic tangent when that happened. It's like, yeah, I watched you while you were sleeping. And I, then I started pitching the, the 1995 rom-com while you were sleeping, but with Coulson instead of Sandra Bullock. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very niche, but... <laughs> very, very. That's, that's, a, that's a throwback for the teenagers there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, um, the, we cut back to Loki in some um, underground place somewhere. He's got a little, a lot of minions working for him now, and I just love Loki's costume in this. It's film. Proper, like they don't shy away from it, which is great. Like yeah. they go all out with the costumes. Yeah. In fact, the costumes in this film, in general, they just go full blown comic book costumes and i think we discussed this in 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 the first time or whatever film we discussed it It maybe man of steel um but i I hate when superhero films think they have to make the costumes real worldy and practical like no that there's a reason these costumes have been around for 60 years they're just they've stood the test of time because they're great just put them in the big bright silly costumes and it works it totally works in this film i I, I just think it's loki particularly looks it's wow. the it's the horns for me on his helmet yeah. that's sort mm. of instantly recognisable. Yeah, yeah, because they are like the massive as well. That is a yeah, big. They're, they're ridiculous. They're yeah. not practical in any way. No, but, but that's why so I love great. it because it's it's so it's just comic book silliness and it's it's great. Um, what happens next, guys? Where are we going? Well, we got that the helicarrier. Yes, that's people arriving. If if you thought this helicarrier was actually a submarine, would you walk straight to the edge? <laughs> because because they think they're going under the water, Cap and Hulk, and then they just walk to the edge. Like, Let's go for know. a swim. Yeah, <laughs> idiots. I I I love Captain America's characterization. Like the, all the little script things, just like when he calling Black Widow "ma'am" and stuff yeah. like that. It's just it's it's so good. And he's yeah, and he, he calls that guy son, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, even though in his head he's probably only thirty odd. Yeah. Because he he wasn't conscious in the hundred years he was frozen, but now he's just treating everyone like he's a grandparent. And just like, listen here, Sonny Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, he they do a great job with him, and Chris Evans plays it so earnestly as well. And it's they they make Captain America what they should have made Superman in like Man of Steel and BBS. Yes. Just that pure that goodness. So just give us uh genuinely kind hopeful just schoolboy boy scout character and they Zack snyder you know for all his you know uh talent that's that's a mistake like, don't make superman that moody and gritty because he's I, not i feel like we demand this like every fourth podcast or something <laughs> a good make superman. A nice superman. Yeah. yeah i mean you know, we get it with Christopher Reeves, but that film has 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 other problems going for it. Just in case Snyder is listening, I think he might be on the off chance. I mean, he's not doing anything, is he? But no, hey, Zaddy. Um, yeah, I just think they they show with Captain America throughout all these films that you you can just have a genuinely good, not really flawed character who just wants to do the best for everybody, and if you play it right, he's really really likable. And he's yeah. still got and his he, funny And he still moments. has moments of like tension and yeah. not sure yeah. what to do and all that kind of thing. Mm. But, but he's never like a he's bad the, person. 
He just he can be conflicted, but he's not like miserable. He's the only or... one that hasn't sort of been made into a comic relief character. He has his moments of comedy, but he's mm. he's serious but still likable. And he's not really the butt of the joke either. No. Although he is, he has got America's ass. He has got America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the helicarrier takes off and then goes invisible, that, it's that great I moment think, he gives Sam I Jackson. Think I still the... remember that in the cinema. I do. Like, that reveal. It's a really oh. great sequence. And he gives Nick Fury the, the 10 bucks. He's like, okay, you, nice. you, you've surprised <laughs> me. Fair enough. And we've got uh, Chekhov's turbine engine. <laughs> 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 Uh, they they were oh, like one God. line away from saying, God, I hope that thing doesn't stop spinning anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Pointing directly at the one that breaks. Yeah. That one. Specifically <laughs> that one there. It's like, oh, imagine getting stuck in that. That'd be awful. There's, um, <laughs> when they are searching for the Tesseract, there's a little throwaway line that I'm like, oh, I wrote that down. That's not okay. They mm. have access to every piece of wireless technology on the planet. Like, nah, that's not okay. Yeah, it says sweeping every camera. And I'm just like, yeah. she would sing a lot of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, but I love that for all this technology, um, it takes him quite a long time to find Loki, who is just waltzing around Germany in the wide open. Oh, he's not hiding. He's exactly. Just... He's not even hiding. I love that about him, though. I love that he, he just doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care who sees him or what he does. And also, the not hiding is kind of the plan, sort of. Yeah. Mm. Um, but what I liked is that, you know, they do pick up on him on their technology. They're on a facial recognition scan. It's clearly him, and it says 79% match. <laughs> That is a hundred percent Loki, but he looks a little bit like Tom Hiddleston. I'm gonna do about it. It cuts to some like random like guy's bedsit, and there's just a really pale, skinny dude in the dark, and he's like, "Oh, I think we've got him." <laughs> Maybe that's a deleted so scene. Stupid, isn't it? Like it's obviously him. He's got antlers on his helmet. He's got a. A pimp cane is dressed in green. Like I'd love it if there was just. I'm a, not sure. There's just a guy at his computer just like this. Mm. He's holding up a picture of yeah. Loki. Just, mm. <laughs> just for ages. <laughs> As yeah. he's ripping this guy's eyeball out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. They found it like an arrow ago, but he's just been like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get this wrong again. <laughs> Can't break another bedsit. In <laughs> uh, that scene as well, it's like we we see when he goes into the the posh party. There is like a little orchestra thing, isn't there? There is, and the music is seems to be the orchestra playing. Yeah, but then it carries on. Like <laughs> he, when he, he's ripping out someone's eyes, people are running and screaming, and the orchestra. Professionals. They, they do you think he's running, they're running away with the violin? It's like... <laughs> and there's a guy with with a cello going, guys, wait, wait for me. What's oh, the cellist? <gasps> Chekhov's cellist. We, we can't just say everything's Chekhov. Uh, I think he probably can. <laughs> oh god. Um, do you think Hawkeye has nightmares about all the people he murders in this film? Someone needs to give that stuntman a bay raise as well. <laughs> yep, that is, yeah. 
it's such a good little throwaway stunt of a guy falling off a roof. I'll tell you what I did hate, though. Um, you talked about him pulling out the eyeball. That eyeball removal device is so stupidly specific. How often does that come into any sort of use? So does that mean they have teleportation? Yeah, I, it's too... I, I just didn't like that bit. Like, There's a lot of that's, suspension of disbelief, but to scan an eye... Works. No, that's not how your eyeball scanners work. Come there's on. a... There's a... There's a thing I read, some trivia about a film where they cut off someone's hand and then place it on the uh, the handprint recognition films, thing. That, yeah. And this this person was saying that's not how it works because it actually runs off your blood vessels and the blood pumping yeah. and heat from your hand. So it would be able to tell the difference between a, a human hand that's dead. Right, what, what if they cut off the hand, they put it in and then they just sort of blow down it like... <laughs> It's <laughs> oh, gross. Who's got that job? Hawkeye. Hawkeye's got that job. Just because he gets all the shit jobs. Clint, come on. We'll he fight off the space aliens because we can fly and we're super soldiers. You. Puff on the hand. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, they scan this guy's eyeball. It's all a bit silly, but never mind. It's, it's, it's comic books. I'll tell you what I did love. Um, you know, Loki's giving his speech to, you know, he's trying to get everyone to kneel in front of him. I love that the first person Captain America saves after, you know, coming back from being frozen is a German person. There's just a really nice little significance because the last time he was there, he was fighting Germans. And it just sort of shows his, um, you know, he will protect anybody. He just doesn't like bullies. Yeah. I just think it's a nice Although, little moment. He does talk about Hitler, doesn't he? Yeah, that- he does. Last time I was here, me and another guy had a bit of a falling out. We weren't. <laughs> I was not keen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's 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 a great. I, I like how he's so goody goody that he won't even badmouth Hitler. <laughs> like he, he's literally like we just had a falling out. And some ideas I wasn't really into. <laughs> yeah, good artist uh... though. <laughs> <laughs> but he had some good ideas. Shut up. Loki loves a good speech, though, doesn't he? He loves a good yeah. monologue in this. Oh. That's grandstanding, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I love um, Iron Man's arrival into this scene, hijacking the speaker system. Well, I'm not sure. I was worried about this because I was like, uh-oh, ACDC, Tom's going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I've written down, God, I hate ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> um, his entrance, though, is fantastic. And now you've said about the... the uh, Violins and the cellist. I think they're playing ACDC. They'll <laughs> just it's... plug in the little amps. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'll tell challenge. you. Shut up, I'll tell you a great little bit of writing, though, is just um, when he goes, All right, make your move, reindeer games. Just love it. Just that's... love his little. That's one of his put downs. Ones. Yeah. When, I love all when, I put saw, downs. when I heard him say that, I actually Googled why he said it. And I thought there was going to be some deep meaning, like was Tom Hiddleston in Reindeer Games? No, or, it's just the, just the know, antlers. Yeah, it's That's nothing legit. more in-depth than that. Well, yeah. none of them are exactly deep. There's Rock of Ages, just because he's mm. blonde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Shakespeare in the Park, you know, Point Break, I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot. Do you know who originally auditioned for Loki? No. Um, Michael it, Jackson. It's always Michael Jackson. It's always Michael Jackson. <laughs> or Robin Williams, inexplicably. <laughs> oh, that would um, be amazing. It, <laughs> yes. 
it was uh, Charlie Cox. You oh, know, from Daredevil. Daredevil. Good. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about Robin Williams. Jim Carrey auditioned for it as well. Did he? But apparently Tom Hiddleston did really well in his audition, so they just... The problem with, like, a Jim Carrey is it becomes the Jim Carrey film instantly. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. he's a good dramatic actor as well, so he'd, be, he'd pull it off, but it would be too distracting. I'd, yeah. Like... yeah. It depends how he plays it. Like, would he play it really over the top and he'd, stupid he'd, like Riddler? He'd bend over and talk yeah, out yeah. his arse. Loki talk out his <laughs> Kneel to me! Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, just, just comes out of his little glass cage. Do not go in there! Jim Carrey movies are fun. Uh, anyway, they... Yeah. <laughs> How many more can we fit in? Oh, um, yeah, this could just be the just rest of the show. Running around the helicarrier in a tutu, throwing a <laughs> yeah. American football around. Look, 22, 23. <laughs> Here goes a spatter fall too close there on a stoplight. <laughs> That's the whole liar, liar monologue. Just holding up a tesseract. The gem is blue. <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn gem is blue. Oh god. Oh boy. This is a podcast. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Just taking one actor and putting them in a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Have, wow. have you seen have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. No. It's, it's fun. Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman, he he plays it like Dwight from the office. Like he's just deadly serious and then a joke comes out. He's good. Yeah, it is a good film. We should watch that as well. Okay. I'll add it to the list. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna get to any of our films. No. Like... Never. <laughs> Um, they take Loki on board the um, uh, jet, jump jet, whatever it's called. Um, and then yeah, Thor then shows up in what is like a game of movie entrances top trumps. Like who's got yeah. the coolest entrance? And I think Thor wins this. It's pretty I, great. When, I love when the like, like he looks cowed as soon as he hears the thunder. And it's like, oh. Yeah. And they say, don't they? They're like, are you afraid of... The, the lightning and he goes I'm not overly keen of what follows yeah and it's it's great to have that extra level of threat against Loki because at the at the moment he's still kind of outguns even the Avengers um, but Thor just sort of helps you know create the, the tension a bit more because he is on Loki's level um, and then I, I, I said earlier about some scenes that go on a bit too long this whole fight in the forest could have been a few hours shorter for me like i enjoy it but it goes on a bit yeah but you have to have a good guys fighting and then their friends it's a rule they just, they just could have done it <laughs> more succinctly i feel it's like everyone punches each other once and then like are just we a done quick here? just a quick slap yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay we're friends fine let's go um question who is your favorite og avenger now now that we've got them all in the film who is your favorite out of the original group mm. like as they are in this film 
or as no, they just, are now? Just throughout them all, like who has gone on to become your favourite? I mean, it could have been Hawkeye, but then he got that haircut, so he's out. Yeah. <laughs> that, that mohawk is just... Mohawk eye. Well done. <laughs> guys wow guys sit come back it. sit in it come back <laughs> I, I won't, no i won't sit in your film oh no tom's gone oh he's, he's actually left he's actually <laughs> left the show oh god we're finished that's, that's it, it. We're done. Do I, am i promoted now am yes. i just tom you are now tom prime oh no he's back he's back okay. uh-huh. oh well, thanks guys didn't yeah. take very long to replace me. Um, my favourite... I'm waiting for this opportunity. Um, my favourite, I think... Is... <laughs> Jesus. I just love the idea of coming into one of these Zoom meetings and you're auditioning people who have beards <laughs> and long, like, foppish hair. You just got Joe... We've got Joe Wilkinson, or whatever his name is. Yeah, What's his name? yeah Joe Wilkinson, yeah. yeah. It'd be like that scene from Flight of the Concords where they tried to repl- replace Brett. <laughs> It's all just people who look vaguely like Brett. Jermaine Clement grows a good beard. I might get him on the show instead. We could not get Jermaine Clement. I know. We don't deserve (laughs) Jermaine Clement. Never in a million years. Uh, My favourite is Captain America, by the way, just if you're interested, since we can't answer a fucking question on this show. I think he might might be mine as well. Yeah. I Um, do like Thor. I I genuinely like all of them. Um, I just, for one, Cap, I think, has the best films. Uh, I think he's got the best arc throughout all the films as well. And I just didn't, I just really enjoy how he's portrayed and how Chris Evans plays him. And I think, and those arms, I want him to (laughs) hold me as I sleep. Wow. Well, to quote Colson, about, uh, yeah, actually, Mm. it's a tough one. But yes, to to quote Colson about uh, Chris Evans, Mm. you're mint. It's like foxing around the edges. <laughs> Foxy's right. Foxy's damn right. Definitely. Do, do you think he was doing it like a Manchester colloquialism? He was like, you're mint, mate. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's definitely what he was doing. But... Olsen's after that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, but they, I, I do like how all. You know, th- this is something this film does really well is every Avenger is uh, very well portrayed and they're all very enjoyable even Hawkeye to a degree Like by the end of the film, oh, this guy's pretty cool actually <laughs> Roger shits on him I oh, know, <laughs> even I know. Hawkeye sort of <laughs> yeah but by the end of it, like this guy's pretty cool actually, I, I like this guy um, but yes Tom, uh, you know we get some dialogue from Thor and I'm like I'm so glad they moved away from yeah. this version of Thor <laughs> It's too it's, much. It, we didn't. We didn't need two Tom Hiddlestons. No, and it's yeah. it's very jarring as well. It goes. It does get very dramatic on the mountain top, and it's it is a change of pace. But then Loki sounds like he's. He always sounds like he's starting a riddle. Mm. It's like I sent it off. I know not where. <laughs> just ruins it. Just bad dialogue. That just it, not how people speak anywhere. Neither of them answer anything directly. <laughs> no. They are like. <laughs> They're like Morpheus from <laughs> The Matrix. Just It's all riddles with these people. I know. It's like, can you just tell me what the pills do, please? I'm not putting that in my mouth. I don't know what it does. 
<laughs> now, now that's I it. To... That is a good life lesson for 100%. <laughs> if you don't I'm not know what it does, that in my mouth. don't put it in your mouth. Not till you washed it. <laughs> if you're listening, kids. <laughs> Shit. Stop. Uh, now I just want an extended scene of Loki and Thor having like a Bridloff. <laughs> when is a door not a door? Do I not be in a like... gaming mood? <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> I would love that. They're like they're like an eight mile style sort of yeah wrap off. Like, yeah, he's got his hoodie up, like, <laughs> but he can't get it up. He can't get a hood over because he's got those big massive horns. <laughs> they brought the orchestra with as well, so they're just in the corner. With, oh, definitely. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird episode. Anyway, um, <laughs> what? What I really like, though, is that you need Iron Man to come in and just cut through the bullshit. It's just as, doth mother know you weareth her drapes. Yeah. Great, great line. <laughs> really great line. But then the scene goes on a bit from them fighting. But, you you know, I, I get they have to create the, the you know, inner conflict of the of this team so they can overcome later on in the third act. Yeah. Movies, movies, movies. No, I hate I hate the physics of it. But the bit with a hammer and a shield is so cool. Mm. Mm. What do you think stronger, vibranium or adamantium? Oh. Mm. Like, could Wolverine's claws cut through Cap's shield, or would Cap's shield, or would, is it like an immovable object hitting an unstoppable Al- force? Although, he, Wolverine's claws do get shattered and bent, don't they, in one of the X Men's? Magneto. Whereas I've not. Mm. Whereas I've not seen oh. anything to do with Cap's shield. Well, Thanos like, broke it, didn't Yeah, Thanos breaks the shield. Yeah, that's true. But could Thanos break a Wolverine as well? If if Vibranium was stronger, why wouldn't they, in the X Project, put Vibranium in his body? Maybe it's not as just bouncing it. Maybe he bounces everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've <laughs> just got his image of um, just <laughs> someone throwing him against a wall and he bounces and ricochets around the room. Bounces that like great. Brendan Fraser shooting mirrors in an ancient temple. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> uh, yes, oh, anyway. Um, I guess we won't know the answer to that question unless somebody Googles it. It's I suspect yeah. Tom might be doing right I'm this second. I'm working on it, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought he looked very focused and serious for a second. Let's they um, come to bed face. Anyway, you, you know they they leave Loki on that mountain on his own for a good ten minutes, and he just doesn't seem to run away. No, that is so for someone who can phase in and out of reality. Yeah. Like no, just, no one's watching him at this point. I love that he's been watching the fight, and then they're done, and they all look up, and he just like ducks behind a rock. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see his antlers over the top of it. Do you think there's like a villain crash at the top of that mountain? Where he just they just leave him there, right? Yeah. We're gonna go fight for ten minutes. We'll be shopping. <laughs> there's um there's a great scene next though, because you finally kind of got all the Avengers Sans Hawkeye in this room. There's some great little interchanges. You know, the the writing in this film is great. You know, it's it really snappy and witty. Everyone gets a little moment to show off their character, you know, like Tony coming in like that man's playing Gallagher. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. You know, just those little little moments are great. Um, and I love that 
line when they're talking about like you know we, we should just like kill loki and thor's like he is my brother he killed 80 people in two days he's adopted <laughs> just that's the Such first little line. glimpse of of hemsworth's little comedic chops that he's got on him and i really like that yeah. i love also, his bruce banner's his... purple shirt it's it's yeah. a really good throwback yeah, it is it is nice um good you know what we were talking about um like the multiverse and stuff like that and we said can we get the human torch chris mm-hmm. evans can we get lou ferrigno as bruce banner yes, <laughs> Ooh, maybe well, he's hulk in this film doesn't he, he does the voice yeah, yeah. of hulk in this is, film i does don't know really is this the last film he does that one or does it do we carry it on no because he does it on age of ultron as well oh, okay cool yeah he does all the the noises Tom, I'm going to ask you seriously. Do I have to Google if this is true? Google it if you want. He's, okay. he's on the cast list. Okay, oh, I, I, okay. fine, fine. Just sometimes we say things and they are wrong. Yeah, but when it comes to voice casting, okay, I feel like yes, you can trust yes, me. I can, this is true. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, there he is, the Hulk voice, uncredited according to IMDb. <sighs> Screwing him over. Mm. I, well, I didn't well, know it's that. If it's on IMDb. I know, but it says on credit next to it, so I don't know. Anyway. Um... I hate clickbait. Like, like Brainy versus Andamantium, click the first link. I've got to the bottom of the first page. They've not even gotten into... Oh. Uh, I, I hate that with like recipes you know when you read a recipe <laughs> and the recipe is right at the bottom of the page and it's them telling you how they fell in love with clam chowder yeah, it's, like, it's like it was an autumn day and I was in my cabin <laughs> it's like just tell me how to make it Um, the did anybody catch the what is now a very popular meme in this um, helicarrier scene as they're all I talking I understood that reference that one? Oh. Uh, just after that when um, Tony Stark just rolls his eyes and it's that oh, yeah. eye roll meme. <laughs> I, again, another film with the Wizard of Oz reference. These films love the Wizard of Oz. Apparently. Good, good yeah, they yeah, do. They do. Did you um, also um, realise that Tony Stark mentions a huge bag of weed? D- does he? Yeah. He, he's talking to Bruce Banner and he's asking him, how do you keep um, calm? And he lists all these things and then at the end he goes, a huge bag of weed? <laughs> I, I missed that. Completely. I missed that, yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> completely missed that. Um, also, he's such, like, I know it's funny and part of the character, but Tony Stark poking a guy that he knows and is a fan of turning into an enormous green rage monster. Yeah, what are you I doing? I don't really get why he's doing that. To be honest, like, what's what, what's his end game with that? Are we, we, what are you doing, Tony? God, definitely. <laughs> he's a silly goose, isn't he? He he mentions that he doesn't play well with others, but none of these people do. Why did Fury bring all of these people together? Because he's in a gaming mood. <laughs> <gasps> Nick Fury's ah, oh, he's Noob Master sixty nine. <laughs> it all makes sense it all makes sense um we've got a few little like um espionage scenes coming up now it's captain america i think i was like captain america steve uh, steve steve tony and bruce have this great little uh oh god three-way I don't, I they have a three-way like scene um <laughs> they have a three-way scene and they're trying to figure out what nick fury is is really up to um 
I, I could never quite get if this little subplot was all that necessary, really, because obviously Shield's up to no good. Like they're a military yeah. firm, you know, at, at its core. Of course, they're going to make weapons out of the Tesseract. Who was really that surprised? They wanted additional stuff to try and push for Team Apart in the script. I think that just yeah, that's kind of what it felt. Just a lot of contrived well, drama. They just find to... they find like Hydra um, outfits on the helicarrier, and nobody questions it. Yeah, I hmm, I assume we just thought they've just kept that for like posterity's sake, maybe. I don't know. Someone's just a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me, I'm Hydra. <laughs> they dress up in it. I'm a it's Hydra. Just, it's for the staff play. It's just as we know, they do plays in high in Shield. Definitely, because they got the stage. Yes. And stuff. Yes. There's a panto at the end of a week in the helicarrier. <laughs> they needed the hydro uniforms. Perfect. Oh god, that's definitely definitely what's happened. Uh, but then there's we a, get that. Sorry, go on. There's a there's a good exchange between I think it's is it Captain America and Iron Man when he says if you take off the armor what are you? And then yeah. Iron Man goes, well, genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Mm-hmm. Words are hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> philanthropist. Basinger. Basically, Kirk. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, that's a bit just before, just sort of, I've, I've lost where we are. But there's a bit where it's Colson and Four having a chat. Uh, what are they chatting about? Not much, but it's like in Build Snipes mainly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, in my youth, I courted war. You mean in for the first film, which came out in 2011? Yeah, that's, that's his youth. Yeah, yeah. Last year, your youth. Yeah, he's fifteen hundred years old. Yeah, <laughs> that, doesn't make much sense, does it? He's like that guy that leaves high school, goes to uni, and is like, "Oh yeah, we're, like it's kid stuff." <laughs> <laughs> Comes back with a soul patch and <laughs> has learned to play the guitar. <laughs> Loads of like friendship bracelets around his wrist. Reads Kafka. <laughs> it's very Kafka esque. Oh, shut up. <laughs> he owns Kafka. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we get to bl- the Black Widow and Loki interrogation scene, which is a really, really well done scene. Um, because I, I remember on first watching, I didn't get what was going on. I thought Loki genuinely had the upper hand and was just like, oh, yeah. And, and you know, Scarlett Johansson plays it really well. Yeah. And it's such good payoff from the earlier yeah. interrogation. Yeah. Re- you know, they. They give her some really good uh, character stuff to do in this film. Um, but yeah, it's the next scene when you obviously you get that Tony Stark line as they're all getting a bit tetchy. Is it Loki's staff that's making them all a little bit? I think that it's implied that that's so. doing stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. Bruce is holding it at that, that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He picks, when, like... it, when he shouts that thing like a, like a spoiled teenager, he's like, you rented out my room! <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Nick Fury put gym equipment in Bruce Banner's lab. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to go live with Dad. Loki, get out of my room. <laughs> um, there's a really dark bit in this, though, when Bruce Banner revealed he tried to shoot himself. That is yeah, dark. They don't shy, they're like, yeah. they put his foot a little bit, but they don't, they're not shying away from it, really. It's, yeah, but it's still... It? There's a really weird comic book that I read where Bruce, I think it's called The Death of Bruce Banner, and he shoots himself in the head 
And then he, he wakes up in this random town in America um, with amnesia. And he's, he's not killed himself, obviously. He's just mm. given himself a bit of amnesia. And he's trying to get come to terms with who he is. It's really weird. This whole scene, though, um, I don't think at the time, you know, they knew they were going to make a Civil War film. But I suspect they thought maybe someday that would be a good place to go. And even though it's it's the, the Tesseract or whatever, sort of heightening all of their tensions and angst, there's still all the things that they mention are a lot of the things that become what drives them apart in Civil War or the end mm. of Ultron. And it's really interesting to see like the foreshadowing, whether it was 100% intentional or not. They clearly had these characters nailed straight away because like all the things that they judge each other for are a lot of the things that make them take those separate sides in Civil yeah. War. I think it's really, um, really well done. I think you, I can't remember what, it might have been the Iron Man one where we talked about that it gets paid off in this movie, but then the ultimate payoff in uh, Endgame with you're not the guy to make the sacrifice play. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's... yeah but he is twice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, because when he said that, I was like, oh, that's clearly a reference to the end of this film when he flies the spoilers, yeah. the, the nuke out of it. The... But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know, the fact that he's the one that uses the Infinity Gauntlet as well. Um, but it's great how they all sort of misjudge each other and then go on to prove each other wrong throughout the various films. Except for Thor, he's got them banged to rights. Just you're so petty and tiny. He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is a, a, a god. So you'd expect he would be wiser than the rest. Yeah, but it's 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 a great scene. Um, and you know we, we're coming up on obviously Hawkeye turns up and takes out the helicarrier with one arrow. Well done. Reckon the Avengers shit since 2012, as I said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got um, his bifocals on. But the the first appearance of Hulk in this film is so well. Like, I love the fear in Black Widow's it's, face. It's great. The fear in his face as well. That little exchange that, they have oh, where he looks yeah. back at her. Yeah, the Hulk like, eyes give me such feels in that moment. Where he's yeah. just, he looks so sad. because he's, he's just like, run run as far away as you can i just that's what i mean I, we don't get that hulk again in any film that is not just a threat to the enemies it's a threat to his allies as well there's there's a jet that that mo that fucking moment it's like, the, i he, think it's literally like i'm so sorry about what's about, about to, happen. to happen yeah i wish we got more of that because Luke, i think low low i keep on to say low key but it's you know what i mean but <laughs> <laughs> I think is probably one of the best moments in the film, just that one shot. When, when he hears we, like Hulk roar as well. We need we need a a standalone Hulk film. I wrote that down. I've got that written the down. Problem, yeah. The problem is we don't want modern day Hulk because like you said, he's turning into a bit more of like mm. comic relief. It would have been great after the Avengers to have a standalone film with him. Mm. The problem that is that they don't, sort of gritty. they don't own the rights to do it though. Yeah, they're only allowed they're to not. use him in other films. They can't. They're not allowed to make us because I think Universal still have the Hulk rights. Do they well, really? Can, mm -hmm. can we release like a Coulson movie and he's in it for a scene and the rest is for Hulk? Um, they yeah, could, they could. <laughs> they could come to an agreement though, couldn't they? We got Spider Man. They could. I just it's whether or not I don't know the politics of the movie business. Mm. Like I said, he's allowed like in other films. I don't understand the the way the ship is built. 
like the turbine Chekhov's turbine explodes. Yeah. And then the handy floor vent in the laboratory explodes everyone out of the lab. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously that's the direct connection to the yeah. Bad architecture, that yeah. isn't it? Mm. Oh, 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 don't get that. me started. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me oh, started on no. the architecture of this helicarrier. No. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I do really appreciate these sort of mindless action scenes. I can just get stuff done in the meantime. Get a bit of housework done while this is all going on. Yeah, again, yeah. I think it happens a lot when we watch good movies. There's just chunks of time where I forget to take notes. Yeah, it's just. It's these moments when no one really says anything for 10 minutes. It's just blah, 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 blah. Fight, when fight, you're watching fight, the fight. Hulk smashing through the helicarrier chasing Black Widow, that is a that is a great scene. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Although, you know what threw me out? When um, Iron Man sends Captain America to go and fix the uh, the switches. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like it this, seems to run on some form of electricity. Like, <laughs> send a man from the 40s to look at this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a bit just before this, you know, the, the the helicarrier starts to descend, and Nick Fury's like, you know, get it over, get away from land. And the guy's like, oh, the radar's not working. He's like, is the sun coming up? Then put it on the left. But later <laughs> on, it's still there's there's uh, jets falling off this helicarrier, and you can see there's land below them still. Somewhere there is a town getting demolished with de- <laughs> debris from this shield helicarrier because they are clearly still over dry land at this point. Yeah. So, S.H.I.E.L.D. have a lot to answer for on this film. Also, that guy is someone. He's like a prince or something. What? What did you just say? I'm going to look. Carry on. I'm going to look it up. Who? Oh, for, Who's yeah. a prince? The guy uh, Sam Lowe Jackson talks to him about a bit where he's like, put it on the left! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh my god! We're gonna have to move away from this because it's gonna yeah. be so distracting. Who is a prince? Is the actor a prince, or is the character a prince? The actor. Okay. Oh my god! What is he even talking about? Um, legit, like the guy really wanted to be in the movie or something. Okay. Well, prince of what? <laughs> yeah. Is he a fresh prince? <laughs> yes. Yes. It is actually William Smith. Okay. That would be. <laughs> Carry on. I'll get to I'll get back to you. Okay, fine. Um so yeah, things start to go wrong on the helicarrier, and we get to this uh interchange when Thor is like, oh Loki, you little rascal. Loki manages to trap <laughs> Thor in well, this. Well, before that, there's there's a, there's a great moment, a, a bit of slapstick comedy when Captain America literally punches a grenade out of the air. He does. He does. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he's too it's cool. like he's played table tennis. <laughs> yeah. That's the most... Sorry, like, great. No, it is. It's the most dopey comic book thing you can do is <laughs> bat away a grenade. Uh, but yeah, Loki uh, tricks Thor into his... Hulk cage, and you know we get Coulson turning up with his big, big fuck off gun thing, and mm. Loki impales him with his with his staff. It's not a euphemism, and <laughs> I, 
you know, I watch it now. Like, is is Col- Coulson's death is like the the instigator for the Avengers, like really coming together. But is it all a bit meaningless now, knowing full well like Coulson comes He's back? He's not dead. A- yeah, I think, Agents of Shield. Yeah. I think it's still meaningful for people who don't watch the TV things and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah, it does take away from it a bit. Because I mean, I've I've never watched Agents of Shield. I'll be honest, but I know about it, and it did sort of soften the blow slightly because I was like, I love Coulson. I remember being gutted when he died the first time. But now I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, but as as a fan of comic books, you should be True. ready for people to die and come back. True. There's a great um, robot chicken skit where they're attending Superman's funeral. Mm. And I think Batman's the only one who's not upset. And the Flash is like, why why aren't you crying? Your best friend's died. And he's like, we all know he'll be back. Yeah. And then at the end of the skit, like Superman sat at the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you're right. You know, I should know better, but it's just, it's funny that it's such, they lean on this moment so heavily in the film for it to be ultimately rendered pointless throughout an entire TV series. But nevertheless, it's it's, it's, it's well done. It's Nick Fury that instigates it all, doesn't it? Because he, he lies to them. And yeah. I, I wrote down, did Nick Fury oh, God, get those cards <laughs> yes. from that locker and then rub it in his blood? <laughs> yep. That's a hundred percent what he had to do. Oh, that's that's wrong. That isn't it. Nick Fury's a wrongin. He's a wrongin. <laughs> he is. He's not a good. Are you still I'm glad good? I wasn't the other one. I am because I'm going mad. Now, do you, do you want to do it after we finish podcasting? Some. Nope. Okay. I can I can hear you typing. Sounds. I no longer care. In fact, if it was possible for me to care less, I would be dead. <laughs> Oh, wow, what a slam. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, Loki then ejects Thor to, to Earth, and Thor has some little pinballing in that side, that little... Surely Thor would have been okay, though. What's he, what's he bothered about? That's not going to kill Thor, is it? Is what, it? the Hulk, or...? No, the, the, the Hulk cage that he's in, well, that uh... Loki drops him out of. Like, it... I think that... Considering how far, like... If he wasn't able to fly and it's just a straight plummet, that is a long way to fall. You think, yeah, it's the physics of it, Mike, even yeah. even him. Okay, fine. But he gets out because he's Thor and then he lands in some field somewhere. Fine. He um, stacks it in a field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tony and... Uh, <laughs> it's a really weird scene after this. You know, it, uh, you know, things have settled down a little bit. They've sort of cleared out all this nonsense. Um, they found out that Coulson is uh, dead, and then Cap goes to talk to Tony, and Cap is wearing the biggest cowboy boots I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was just like, what's he, what's he wearing? They're like knee-high Those leather boots. Knee-high stripper shoes like he's wearing. Genuinely. I was just Jesus like, what's, Christ. what's he wearing? Um, I just didn't know if anybody else caught that. No. But no, I'm going to have to rewatch it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they then cut to um, Nick Fury's with them all, you know, and he throws these um, bloodied cards on the ground, which, like you said, I suspect he has just like. Full on that, yeah. It's, it's not right, that. Um, and, and now that you've said it, yeah, I don't know where he got the blood from. Oh, it's ketchup. Who, who knows? Yeah, it's just ketchup. <laughs> it's great. 
He's so manipulative. I, I, I don't know why it made me think of it. I was like, well, where's the blood come from? Does he just have like stocks of people's blood just in case? I mean, probably. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, probably. Mm. Um, but Nick Fury gives him a bit of a, a rousing speech, and they're all Talking getting. To. Yeah, they're all starting to say, "Okay, we got to do something." And th- this thing goes on for a good sort of five, six, seven minutes. Um, and then, and we get that moment of them all then suiting up. You know, Iron Man gets is fixing up his helmet, and again, mm-hmm. not a euphemism. Cap gets his shield, and you can see you know Black Widow putting on her little laser wrist things, and then it cuts to Thor. Still in the field. He's got some confidence issues, hasn't he? Like, <laughs> he's, he's been there for a good 10 minutes in this field. <laughs> like, what's he been doing this whole time? Just staring at his hammer. Again, not a euphemism. Hard to get through this. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> it, it might have been. You want um, me to put a hammer down? Uh... Hey. <laughs> but then we arrive into the big third act of this film, which is one of the biggest third acts of any film you're ever going to see. Like, this looks so expensive. This whole neck... Oh, by the way, this film is really fucking long. Like, we, <laughs> we've got a good yeah. 50 minutes of a third act. Every act is about an hour long. Yeah. How long is it? This, this film just emanates money doesn't it like there is yeah. just money dripping from every orifice in this film two hours 30 minutes it felt longer than that they've but... also seemingly used it right because eight years old still mm. looks great. oh there's some great bits in this the the fact that iron man's suit gets progressively more battle damaged towards the end is just one of my favorite those little things I much prefer this slightly bulkier suit than his nano suit in, in like it's a smart suit, but I like yeah, it being a it's bit too slick for nano yeah, suit. It I'm is. Not sure and it. I like that this has some practical um costuming to it as well. You can see it's almost like it's more tangible. Like, like I said, you can see the weathering yeah. on it a lot mm. better. Whereas when you get to his nano suit that self repairs all the time, it loses that sense of weariness to it, which is which is a bit of a shame. But I mean this whole, yeah, I said that you can see the budget at this point because it still it holds up. But I remember people giving Zack Snyder a lot of shit for the ridiculous ending of Man of Steel with Superman and Zod leveling Metropolis. There's no way you're fixing Manhattan after this. It is no, impossible. But I think the thing is, you see them trying to contain it and trying at least to true. St- like stop it not be like let's go fight over there now let's go fight over there (laughs) (laughs) let's go to new jersey and fight let's go guys (laughs) that's a very good point you can actually see it oh damn (laughs) that's right i know zach's listening come fight me (laughs) (laughs) i'll turn the light off for you that's the way you like it (laughs) <laughs> guys did did he did he direct avpr he might have done yeah. shadow director mozart brothers whatever it is strauss brothers, strauss. Mozart brothers. <laughs> jesus um but yeah it just it looks expensive it, this looks like jingle all the way level budget at this point a lot of money. What, would we say? <laughs> oh, I just mean they had seventy million dollars to jingle all see, the way. No, I just want to see like all the Chitauri sh- like shooting down <laughs> streets and then just Arnold Schwarzenegger with a jetpack going, <laughs> just, just spinning against a just wall, hitting the wall and bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I would also like there, to see There him. must be something somewhere that says Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to have played one of these characters like, back in the day. Somebody somewhere has approached Arnold to be in these films. Like if Stallone is in Guardian, somebody wanted Arnie in something Cause... doing some sort of what, small what, role. What I mean is like there's the story that Tom Cruise was supposed to be the original Iron Man. Yeah. Like yeah, that's back true. in the day. Yeah. There must be something where there's like a 90s think mm. tank going right we need Arnold Schwarzenegger in a role maybe he played Whoa. Hulk or White Nick Fury yeah yeah well um David Hasselhoff played mm. Nick Fury in the other film so can you imagine if it was wow. still him can we get Nick Fury David Hasselhoff in the multiverse <laughs> running in slow motion down a beach but he's 68 now <laughs> <laughs> he was in uh, well he wasn't in Guardians of the he was Guardians of the Galaxy two. Do you remember what? doing what when um when ego transforms into other oh people. yes he does he does sorry yeah and he yeah, also sings right. the theme tune to the end of the film yeah That's totally good. right he does he does do that I remember it well, now I, I've not I, really rewatched that film since I saw it I can't look at him properly now because I saw a, have you ever listened to any of um Jekyll and Hyde the musical. Jekyll no. and Hyde the musical. Yeah. No. It's quite good. But there's a he was in it as Jekyll slash Hyde. But because it's obviously a musical and not film, it's all sort of in character transformation stuff. And there's a song where he's singing with himself. Oh god. And just this sounds... You'll die. No. <laughs> oh my god. This sounds amazing. Why have I not seen this? Is there, where... is there a scene where he's he's laid out on the floor? eating a cheeseburger, shouting at his daughter. Where can I see this? Uh, The song's Confrontation. Okay, well, to YouTube I shall go after we are done. Um, (laughs) I'm... I'm really all for Captain America though in this in this scene because he just treats it like another battle. He's like rallying the troops, getting you know, ordering the police around. It's the, the characterization throughout the film. I think is is really on point. Like, every mm. time you see the Avengers, they're all doing something very much in character for them at that point. He's a bit of a show off though, isn't he? Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Hey, why should we listen to you? Ah, da flip, ba ba ba. Yeah. But like, that was he... perfectly timed, wasn't it? Like that Chitari just happened to fall onto yeah. him. Uh, but like, even before that, like, you know, like Tony Stark's um, little interchange with Loki. Uh, again, I love that scene. It's yeah. it's really iconic scene for some reason. It sticks in my mind that um, you yeah. know I, I have an army. We have a Hulk. Just it's his so swagger and bravado. It's just perfectly Tony Stark. And also, he says "Avenging it," so you get the classic. Ah, he said the thing. Well, but you, Nick but Fury says sure it earlier, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. He he says um, Avengers assemble at the uh, at the table thing, and it's a bit jarring because nobody's ta- nobody talks like that. No. <laughs> I'd love it except if, Thor. I'd love it if the original line was, you know, if we can't save the Earth, you'll be damn sure we'll Avengers assemble it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Guys, th- this doesn't work. <laughs> this doesn't work. <laughs> That is great. 
Um, but it's a great sequence because I, you know, I love that bit when he's just skydiving out of Stark. I mean, he's not skydiving, obviously, but you know, and just the suit like scanning onto his little wrist plates. That's cool. Yeah, that is Unreal. great. Although Unreal. the people on the street definitely oh, have third degree burns. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, was, I, I wrote. There's some melted faces on this street <laughs> right now. <laughs> they didn't. Oh. Why, why did they make them right underneath them? It's just silly. They are 100. percent Scalded. I'm, I'm now thinking back to um, high school with um, Burnt Face Man. Oh, you remember yeah. that? Yeah, and Bastard Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save your baby. Oh, wait, I don't have those powers. <laughs> wow, that has taken me back. Jesus. <laughs> Bastard Man. Jesus. So stupid. So wow. stupid. You know, that was like when I was first like discovering the internet. Genuinely. <laughs> We didn't have a computer till I was about 13. And I legitimately, like, my friends are like, oh, go on fetchfido.com and you'll find all these silly videos. <laughs> badger, 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 badger. <laughs> I was literally just thinking about that. <laughs> Marshall. Marshall. Wow. That was a weird tangent. Yeah. Why did... I... Right, I love it, but the fact that they put an erectile dysfunction joke in this mm. <laughs> mm. performance yeah. issues, yeah, just one out of five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hole in the sky opens up, and some angry space eels start flying through. Yeah, space wave there's, a, there's a great, <laughs> there's a great sort of attention to detail when the Chitari fall out of that hole. Because they've come from space to Earth, and rather than just float down, they sort of drop from the gravity of it. Oh, that's pretty cool. You notice Ooh. that, like they hit the gravity and it pulls them down. Oh, I like that. And then they set off. Yeah, There's little things stopped. like that where it, someone's just sat down and thought about it. Yeah, unlike us with this show. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's great when you can tell someone's like just cares about all the little details even if they don't really matter but mm. they matter to that person it just it elevates everything. yeah that's that's what sets this apart from say alien versus predator requiem to be fair wash, wash your mouth out yeah, to be fair they both have a very similar third act with a particular weapon coming out the city so i'll give it that <laughs> <laughs> There's... Are you going to say something about like some kind of pregnant lady in this? I'm like, Ooh. did we watch the same movie? Oh, like, no. Um, little weird cameo. You know the uh, waitress that Captain America saves. I've got that written down. Do, do, <laughs> you want to tell the folks at home who she is? Ooh. Well, her name is Ashley Johnson. Correct. She's quite a famous voice actress. She's she the is. Last of Us. She's Ellie. She is. And she's also in Critical Role. She plays D and D. Ah, sucked in. Got ya. <laughs> <laughs> Son of oh, a you bitch. were so pleased with Son yourself. Son of a bitch. Oh, he got us. Right, hold wow. on. I'm just going to mute also, Tom. He's <laughs> forfeited his privileges for this show now. Must she is a big old you. nerd, though, isn't she? She's a oh, big yeah. nerd. She's really cool. And she is a fantastic voice actress as well. But yeah, um, the yeah, I mean, there's there's loads and loads going on here. I mean, we, we don't have time to go through every single action sequence. You know, you've got Cap, you know, in that building saving people, and he falls onto the street, and his mask falls off, and um, he gets battered about him. It's funny. He does. Mm. You know, when he um, he uh, 
lifts Black Widow onto the Chitauri speeder. I'd love it if she went, now this is pod racing. I think there's a, like a, an alternate scene where she does that and her arm just gets ripped off. 100%. <laughs> I was watching this like, she could well, just get taken out. This is the stupidest plan. Like, <laughs> oh my well, God, I'd kill Black Widow. <laughs> it's not as stupid as Loki jumping out of a building. Mm. He's got so much faith that there's going to be a passing Chitari ship at that moment in time. Can you imagine if he just landed on the sidewalk and that was the end of the film? Next to somebody <laughs> with third degree burns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How and there's many a people... vulture at the bottom going, for fuck's sake. How many people, civilians, die in this scene? There must be hundreds. Well, Hulk killed at least five running through like the Dunder Mifflin headquarters. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's definitely just taking out David Wallace in that scene. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, even just when the Chitauri are like, you know, those big snake things are like tearing past skyscrapers, they're taking out chunks of these buildings. Yeah. There's hundreds of people that are dead. This is not a win by any stretch. Yeah. I love that throwaway line where um, it's not really throwaway, where Captain America goes, Hulk, smash. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey. yeah, that is a good. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, he said it. He said. I, I mean, that's one for the kids. It's a very good point, though. You know, you've got these cheesy comic book lines that on the page they look fine, but to deliver it in person, you, you have to do it as earnestly as you can. And, it, and he pulls it off, though. I, I really yeah, enjoy those geeky moments. I really do love them. Uh, and just the whole bit with Hulk turning up on a little bike. It's just. It's so <laughs> good. A little Vespa. <laughs> Why does he do that? Oh, he had to get there somehow. Like. <laughs> oh, like I'm sorry though. Manhattan is a maze. How did he find him on that street? <laughs> I want to see the film. He's just going around every street looking for them. <laughs> nope, not here. <laughs> At least it's a How grid, he... so he can just sort of go up one and then yeah. back down. And... How did he survive long enough on that moped to find them? <laughs> I know, yes. I want to see the film where he sees them in a street. He's trying to get those quickest guys and then they've gone. He's trying to get to the next street and he just can't keep up with them. Why didn't he turn into Hulk and just leap to Manhattan? I don't know. Like, he can... That's a very good question. I mean... Narratively, <laughs> because we need to see that scene where he's like, I'm always angry. Yeah, but, so good. It's yes, so good. It's a great scene, but logistically, he could have just, yeah, turned into Hulk and just run across the. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that was like this in how Endgame has like this, like the portals opening and the hammer bit with Captain America, Steve. Oh, so good. Uh, so good. That for me was this bit when I first saw it in the cinema where the Hulk and he turns. <laughs> like Crazy Frog. <laughs> Another great mid 2000s internet reference. Thanks, Tom. From down the road. On your left. <laughs> Do you think he's got like his sat nav on? Like really loudly shouting, turn left. At the Chitauri, turn right. Wow. This is At the flaming sat-nav. pile. <laughs> Just collapse building. Roadworks ahead. Um. 
Um, you know this um there's a scene when they're on a bridge um i think this is genuinely the same bridge where will smith gets hung upside down in i am legend that is the same set yeah it is it's outside of that train station isn't it yeah that's where his dog gets bitten in i am legend (laughs) spoilers for that shit film (laughs) oh that is a shit film (laughs) it's awful the book is so good. Yeah, he survives in the book, and it makes more sense that he survives as well. And I just like how it's it's like 40s America as um, well. Yeah, we've, we've skipped past a, a big scene in the film, so I meant to talk about when uh, Black Widow's like deprogramming Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> I really like how this film, yeah, we spoke about Looney Tunes earlier, this film obeys Looney Tunes logic, that like you hit them on the head to <laughs> get them out of a trance. Yeah, and it's fixed. Because literally, she says, I hit I you really hard. I remember, I forgot. Yeah. I remember, I forgot. And then <laughs> Selvig hits his head, and then he's out of the trance. They're like, come on. like it is, it is like the Simpsons, you know, when Homer gets that crayon pushed up his nose. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's not dumb enough. It's like Hanna-Barbera wrote some of this. Um, but so we do get to see some Hawkeye um, doing his thing. And, you know, hawking he's got about. some hawking about. He's just on a roof for <laughs> a good well, 10 minutes. Yeah. How did he get to that roof? He, he spent a good three hours climbing the stairs. There's a deleted scene. There's a deleted scene where he's just in a, he's in a lift just going... No, as we all know, Lewis, in a Chitari attack, you must not use the lift. It does say it on the notice boards, you're right. <laughs> it does say it. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Um, but yeah, he has some good moments. You know, I, I kind of hate how smug he is or not looking where he's aiming. Like, nobody's that good. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> you and I remember how to say Budapest very differently. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd love it if that was the line. <laughs> can, we make a, can we just make a parody of this film? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Sean Connery is playing Hawkeye. Budapest. <laughs> but Sean Connery from Highlander in the most conspicuous... stupid outfit. Yes. Really red dress, man dress. Oh, that's great. With his kilt that's blowing up in the wind <laughs> on top of the roof. There's, uh, there's a line which I fixated on too much because it just threw me. It's uh, back on the Heather Carrier with Robin and Mace Windu. And <laughs> she goes like, sir, the council is on. And in my head, the council is his favourite show, which he never misses. <laughs> 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 oh, like like an old, old like, man. Like his old nonna, just like I can't miss my show. <laughs> like it's Miss Marple. Uh, um, who is this council? Is this is this the Shield Council? Is yeah, the council well, of Shields. I've got a note about them. Apparently, they all have to sit in a specific dark room. Yeah, like it's so <laughs> dramatic, they, isn't are it? Are they all like zooming in from the cupboard under the stairs? Yeah. Like, <laughs> They're all You're not allowed weird. to see my face. I'll cover it with a coat. Yeah, but you can see the face. Yeah. Like no. it's like when they when they pixelate people's faces, and if you squint pretty hard, you can see that person's face. Yeah. 
don't yeah. know. And who, like you said, who are they supposed to be? Has, I think did they come up in. I think they come films? back in Civil War. Yeah, they have a Security Council, and they yeah. don't have anything like that in Civil War. They're all no, just a bit people. useless. Yeah, like, you can just see them. Like, I don't know why. But I, it, is it racism? I think there's uh, there's probably <laughs> a bit of this. You know, these earlier films are just trying to figure out what's what and i think as the films progress they tend to just evolve and tweak things a little bit yeah. but th th that whole council didn't really add much to the film it's just we're going to send a nuke all right copying avp jesus <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, if he in character said that that'd be amazing yeah all right, right. copying that film can you jesus. imagine if Joss Whedon was sat watching AVPR, just like, oh, there are some brilliant ideas here. Some a ragtag team of, you know, people come together <laughs> to fight off aliens, and then there's an atomic bomb at the end. I would love it if you know when Tony Stark flies that nuke out of the atmosphere. If on that Chitari ship, it's John Ortiz's sheriff from AVPR. Oh, not again! I've gone the wrong <laughs> way again. Do you know what I would love? I'd, I'd love Pepper Potts sat at a uh, a cafe in France and she just looks over and there's Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the only thing this film was missing is while all this action's going on, you just, I, I know it was a bit the wrong time, but Bernie Sanders sat on his chair <laughs> just watching it all with his mittens on. <laughs> I want to plug in this meme into this film somewhere. It's exploded this week. He's, he's on the council, just like this. <laughs> just in the dark. <laughs> that is going That'd to date this episode massively yeah. in 12 months' time. Oh, what, what you mean this episode about a 2012 <laughs> film? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, where are we up to? Nuke. There's a nuke flying at Manhattan. Uh-oh. Um, but Tony Stark is on the way to save the day. Going to show Cap what's what. It annoys me though that actually the only way they win this fight is by the council sending a nuke. Because mm. what were they going to do otherwise? Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> what was Plan B? Well, and I don't, I don't like that. They have the Phantom Menace effect, where you take up a mothership and they all just fall over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that is very droids. <laughs> Again, where's the backup? Cut off the head Lazy. and the tail will follow. Lazy. <laughs> um, one thing I did love, though, is, again, knowing the hindsight of it, is the significant... And I think uh, RDJ's acting sells this, is when Tony flies at Nuke and he sees outer space properly and the threat that's out there because that becomes a huge part of his character like he obsesses yeah. over you know the shield around the earth and i think the significance of him being the one to see this extraterrestrial threat out in space he's like oh my days oh my days <laughs> <laughs> oh my days <laughs> oh bloody hell jeez <laughs> bugger me that's a big shit <laughs> it's very very slapstick in this film um oh we skipped past a bit that... <laughs> bugger me that's a big shit <laughs> yeah, bugger that's me. what she said <laughs> um a, a scene that's <laughs> i'm just thinking of um peep show when jeremy goes fuck my mouth <laughs> yeah. and he's just like really <laughs> he's just really outraged by something oh. Um, there's a scene that still really holds up, and I, I 
genuinely laughed so hard. It's just Hulk slamming Loki <laughs> up and down. Yeah. Like, I, I knew it was coming, and it's still such a funny scene because it really just subverts the expectation of a boss battle. Just, uh, yeah. it, I love it. The noise Loki makes as well just afterwards, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's great. Is it before this bit where he punches Thor? Yeah. In the train, yeah, in, in the train station as yes. well. Yeah, <laughs> that is really funny. It is. Right. It is great. But it, it, I, I love that that moment. Just he's like a rag doll, just slams him about, and it's just such a great little way. Just right, that's it. He's done. There's no pointlessly like dragged out fight with Loki. <laughs> it's just beaten, just, yeah. which I love. Um, I love a bit when it's. Captain America getting battered about on the ground. Thor comes and joins him, and they have a little moment to themselves. Yeah. And as he helps him up, and then he holds his arm out to get more beyond there, and it's sort of you see half of it appear on screen. Yeah. But I love the fact that he's blatantly there's a guy just off screen holding the hammer. He's just like, "There <laughs> you go." Hadn't <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what the power is. He's just got a little helper with him all yeah. the time. It just throws well, it. Yeah, he's a guy in a green suit that follows him around, like in a green yeah. onesie, just follows him every day, just, just running around he's with spinning a hammer. It, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh wow! Yes, uh, I played the part of Mjolnir in Avengers twenty twelve. Uh, I gave my Mjolnir. <laughs> oh god, that's so bad. I'm going to mute you again. Yeah, yeah. are you? Are you, are you... Proud of that? Is that what you wanted to say? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah good. Does like the idea of Mjolnir being on the level of like Hamlet or? Yeah, yeah. Lewis, um, yes. If you had the power to mute us, it would have happened <laughs> a lot earlier than this episode. I do have the power. I just don't know if I have the um... willpower. Yeah, that's it. Because I'm hovering over it now. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I can't. Bring <laughs> Um, Tony then falls out of the sky. Uh, Hulk catches him, uh, trashing a building on the way down. And, um, I do like Hulk lands and then just shoves. Just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but and I'm, res- I'm sorry, but Iron Man has got whiplash or something from Hulk flying through the air to grab him. Yeah, there must be there some, some sort of that. inertial dampening in his suit because his neck would be broken at this point. 100%. Can you imagine if you just laid him down and he's like just flopped over his hands? <laughs> Grim. But he, he, Hulk shouts Tony Stark back into consciousness. The power that's, of shouting. That's how that works. Uh, and then Tony says, let's go get some shawarma for the end credits scene. Come on. And um, I love that. I still love that tableau of the Avengers around Loki at the end. Such a great shot of, of them all yeah. and, and again I love Loki's little line no, no, if it's all the same to you I'll have that drink now because Loki goes on to become a really great character in these you know he gets his little redemption kind of little redemption arc and yeah. they did a great job keeping Tom Hiddleston alive because he's such a fantastic part of this universe he is he becomes mm. a bit more of an anti-hero doesn't he yeah yeah he does um, you know he's just very I was going to say mischievous. Obviously, he's mischievous. Um, and of course, oh, he's the own... god of mischief. Yeah, no. um, and he's getting his own TV <laughs> show as well, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah, with Owen Wilson as well, which again, fine, great. Wow, 
<laughs> Someone yeah. had to do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the end of the film. Of course, the end credit mm. scene with Thanos. Yeah, yeah we, were all, we were all waiting for the Ferris Bueller pre-credit <laughs> scroll at the end, weren't we? Yeah. Again, I just have to commend these films. But the long-term storytelling in these films is pretty remarkable. You know, to introduce Thanos in 2012 and not really have it paid off until 2019. Yeah, is... well, he, he... has a bit of a tan or something between now and then. He does... They definitely redesign him. Yeah, <laughs> he's much more purple in this in this scene. Well, it, it's not Brolin in this, is it? No, he doesn't have a it's line. Anyway. Generic actor number three. Yeah, he doesn't have a line until Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't think. And then it's still not... It's like, I'll do it myself yeah. or something. Yeah, so yeah, another end credit scene. But there's there's a great bit when that Chitauri says to him, you know, to, to take on Earth is to court death, which is a little reference to the comic books because he tries to impress death. Yeah, Lady Death, they're in love death. or something. Yeah. I, I really, when I first saw this, I really thought that's the kind of direction they were going. But I wonder if they genuinely thought about it and then just decided just to focus on and not give. I, I think I preferred the way they went with Thanos in this, actually, just yeah. his drive to yeah. make life there's, more sustainable. There's a lot in the Infinity War comic books that wouldn't make sense in yeah, this universe. And... I think they did the right thing, but I think they put that line in. One, just as a little reference, but two, if they did go down the route of Lady Death, they'd laid the seed for it already. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that is the end of the film, minus the shawarma scene, which I, I, I love that, just them eating shawarma in complete silence. All right, fine. I'm, I'm fine That's with nice. that. Um, is, it, is it in one of the after credit scenes where they're trying to lift his hammer? No, that's, well, that's, that, that's in Ultron. Age of Ultron, where at the Tower, yeah. yeah. I, and I knew it was Cap, somewhere, but Cap's Cap little it. shift and, and yeah. Thor's eyes are oh shit. But again, even that pays off so well at Endgame. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, in the end, end credits, you know, it's directed by Joss Whedon. Uh, then it said story by Zach Penn and Joss Whedon. Do you know what Zach Penn wrote for the first, his, his first job was? No. The Last Action Hero. Uh, was it really? Yes. Wow, okay. Um, he's the one that that had the idea for it and the studio meddled and he got sacked off of it. But to go from, because he, he wrote that as a proper parody of action movies and then it obviously ended up being The Last Action Hero. But I was like, Zach Penn, I know that name. I'm sure I've researched this guy before. And no, I realised... It explains a lot. Absolutely It explains loads. a lot about it. He is a very prolific writer mm. now. But <laughs> to go from that to Avengers, I'm like, well done. Well done, Zach Penn. Like, that's... Uh, Good on you. Like, Last Action Hero could ruin a career. So I'm well impressed, quite frankly. But no, his... I... If you look at his IMDb, he's got a massive body of work now. Massive body. He's, just He's got ripped. a massive body and a lot of work <laughs> behind him. And that's Avengers 2012. Yeah. Only took my me last, three days to watch this. My last note is like the A from a tower and there's an A. a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have that little scene when they're all sort of going their separate ways and Loki's off to Asgard with Thor. Yeah, there's a little like news montage and Stan. Stan, Stan Lee. Lee, of course, yeah. Aliens in New York City, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you all a... 
Um, yeah, Ashley Johnson's there again. Um, and again, it's laying the seeds for like the Sokovia Accords. Everyone's like, you know, who's who are these people accountable to? Again, they clearly thought we, we might go down the route of this, you know, Superhero Registration Act at some point. Um, again, great little storytelling foreshadowing there. Again, it is well put together. Very well put together. And Kevin Feige, um, Ben Affleck said in an interview last week that Kevin Feige is the greatest producer that's ever lived. He's probably not wrong. Like, to put this many films together that are all, all of them are good. Like There's, there's bad-ish film. Even the worst film, you can still sit through and enjoy. Like, I can still just about get through Thor The Dark yeah. World. Just about. He, he knows how to milk a cash cow. Hundred percent. Like he, he knows what works. You know what's funny with these films? He knows it's what like, people want. Um, I think everyone agrees. Like Thor one and Thor two are probably the worst of the Marvel Studios films. But oh, all like Avengers the films one. force you to watch them because Loki. The first one's all right. Because <laughs> like Loki's the big bad in this, and then Endgame is all about you've got all that stuff in the dark world when they time travel. It's like no, you're going to watch these films whether you like it or not. <laughs> Yeah, they're all right. They're well, just... um, everyone's going to be watching Thor 1, aren't they, when the next Thor film comes out? Because isn't it supposed to be Lady Thor? Yeah, you've got uh, Natalie yeah. Portman's back as, yeah. Jane. And they're bringing back, what's her name, aren't they? Uh, the... oh, what's her name? Not Frigg. I don't know. Lady Sif. Oh, Lady right, Sif. right, 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 right. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's amazing to think we Lady are. Freak. <laughs> well, I think I got. I think there is like a Norse god called Frigga or something. Stop. I got confused. Let's just, let's just stop. Let's just stop. <laughs> Lady um, Frig. It's, <laughs> it's amazing to think that we are almost a year away from this film being a decade old. That's right. Uh, and and the Marvel Cinematic Universe is still going. And we've got a dozen shows coming out, another dozen movies coming out. Well, hopefully, if we can see them. It's just, I've never, the money they've made is mind boggling with these films. It's just, I mean, you know, I, I love DC, but I can't deny that these films are just better. <laughs> They're just better <laughs> films. Mm, yeah. 100%. Better put together, better thought out, better plans, and I'd, yeah, it, it's it's come at the right time. This sort of you know revolution of comic book films because now comic books have adapted to it's not a nerdy kid in his mum's basement reading a comic book now. It's it's now professional people who yeah. just enjoy them and enjoy the and, films. You know these legitimately talented, serious actors want to be in these films for the most part. There's still a few that won't. Think, think they're better than us nerds, do they? Pah. I think the only person that would never do a comic book film is like Daniel Day-Lewis. But he has retired anyway. So, oh, God. Can you imagine how, Daniel Day-Lewis in one of these films? Like... <laughs> yeah, he's spends He'd a year to be in human, character like... yeah. <laughs> just pretending he's got powers. <laughs> wow, that'd be great. So there we go. There's Avengers 2012. Wow. Yay. We did it. We made it through another long film. Go team. Um, Tom. Yep. Any <laughs> miscellaneous notes that can't be put organically into conversation? Oh. I thought you'd never <laughs> ask. Uh, why does Hawkeye have a laser sight? Oh, that's, that's a good not question. how arrows work. That's, that's a very good question. 
I, I can't answer, cross. I'm sorry, I can't answer you, but good question all the same. And he also has an arrow that is perfectly fits into the ports in the helicarrier. Uh, you must have like a little 3D printer he carries around with him and just gets like, everything ready. It's like Robocop with his little um, <laughs> USB arm. <laughs> it's a bit silly. All right, back to the beginning. Uh, like the pharaohs of old, and Naxamun. The best thing about this is I've got no idea what you're referencing. No, like, <laughs> what in the film made you think of that? Well, yeah, Mace Window has a line where he says, "Like the pharaoh is old at the very beginning." I mean, okay. Oh, now it makes sense. Yeah. Now the penny's dropped. Uh, sometimes you need a little old-fashioned, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Dirty boy. Dirty boy. He needs a little old-fashioned. He right. does. Uh, Paul's arms hashtag four. <laughs> oh my god! And damn phrase, yeah. That one wasn't as much of a leap. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Not quite as much mental gymnastics for that. Uh, and oh, uh, we skipped. We didn't talk about mewling Quim. I beg your pardon. Uh, Loki calls. Um, Black Widow, a mewling Quim. Okay, yes, he does. What does that mean? Quim is a very harsh term, and it like it's vagina. He oh, he's called her a cunt. Yeah, he's called her a whiny. <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't say it's cunt. It's not as on the nose as sausage wallet, is it? Like? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I just like I remember seeing that in the cinema, being like, what they. How did they get that past anyone? Because like, no one knows what it means. That's but, why. Like, yeah, but if you don't know what a word means, you look it up and it's like, oh, he does. I've just got this image of you in the cinema and ev- there's hushed silence in the <laughs> yes. cinema and you just go, <laughs> <laughs> I will much. see you next Tuesday. That was, that's not far off what happened. <laughs> that's great. That's, um, well, we've learned, so I'm, I'm going to use that. I'm going to... I'll see what my wife says when I say that. See how she responds to it. (laughs) Just want to see if she knows what it means. Just for your test. If if I have a black eye at the next recording, you know what's happened. Okay. (laughs) Quim this. Punch. That doesn't... Does it work like that? Quim this. (laughs) That was the alternate scene. That, that was Black Widow's response that they cut out. That doesn't work. Well, guys, this has been one of the strangest shows I think I've ever done. Yeah. We've ever done, for that matter. It's um, been a ride. It's been <laughs> bizarre. We've come a long way from 12.30 this afternoon. <laughs> Um, well thank you once again for helping me through the never-ending pandemic i wonder what we'll discuss next time who knows i like these things to be a surprise 
If it doesn't have Samuel L. Jackson doing us Nanglepuss, I don't want to. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> Nothing's gonna gonna top that, quite frankly. Uh, well, thank you for listening, everybody. And um, anything to say before we finish, guys? Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. Thanks.